States will not allow Iran to acquire a nuclear weapon. Now, Iran's destabilizing actions are not just a threat to Israel. They are a challenge to the region and to the world. Like right now, he did like this. You know, show them. Show them the whole thing. Make the move. Open up the whole body. Do the same thing again. Yeah, great. There we go. See him? Look confident, yeah. That's right. You guys remember that? Uh, Arnold did that uh, January 6th video, like a few, like on the 10th or something. And I was trying to find it. Someone did like a remix of it and he was cutting, uh, you know, he was talking about these Nazi sword and the Conan stuff. And, and someone cut it perfectly. It was beautiful. I tried to find it the other day. I couldn't find it. Do you know which video? That, does somebody have that out there? I We played it on stream once and I just cannot find it for some reason. Send it to us. RedEyesAtProtonMail.com. That's a wah, Arnold at his best. Thank you, guys. All right, anyway, welcome, everybody. Good to be uh, with you. It is uh, another Friday is upon us. It is the 10th of March, 2013. I I identify as 10 years ago right now, so that's about it. How are you doing, Lana? Did you say March 13? March uh, 10th, 2013. <laughs> ah, okay. March 10th, 2013. 10 years ago. Okay, there you go. 10 years ago. That's, I'm all scrambled. Yeah, okay. it must be the snow that keeps coming down. What the heck, man? Woke, woke up and it's like, snow again? Like just yeah. enough, enough. Uh, I've had enough. Give yeah. me some springtime. Yeah, we'll we'll put a uh, a live camera shot uh, next time. I couldn't do that today because uh, something happened here over the last couple of well yesterday, right? Some of the issues with the no ghost zone. Uh, my camera's dead, and then I try your camera today. Completely dead. Get down on what's going on. Doesn't even connect on the network issue. So I have a backup camera on you and on me. So it looks maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's not as good. Yeah, you have a, the mirrorless uh, uh, DSL. Well, SLR then. Do we have to get new decent? cameras again? Do they I, I die? Do they I, both die at the same time? The, the only uh, the only thing I can think of that it might be is if there was some kind of power surge or something, and it might have been over the network. You know, I use those. Uh, for a couple of things, I have the power uh, over Ethernet, uh, or rather Ethernet over power, right? You know those? There's a little sender mm. receiver, and you use yes. the uh, power, uh, you know, cables essentially, right, in the house. You just plug them in the wall. So maybe there's some surge or something, because both of the cameras, like there's no uh, like no network so, activity or something. Yeah. So maybe they got a surge or something. It's very bizarre. Someone anyway, break in and sabotage? Well, then it was the audio cables, and then it was a bunch of other networks. I couldn't connect. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but it's like we're, we're running on uh, on the backup stuff again. Dang it. <laughs> it's just, it's Dang crazy. it. Yeah, we're to, laughing, but it's not funny, them. you know. <laughs> well, Hate it. barring foul play, which, of course, after the hack and stuff that happened last time, I'll never, you know, put and it, nothing is ever off the table. Uh, I, th I think it's just a power issue, maybe. You and know. it's always after a move, too. Things are yeah. funky. Every you know. time, yeah. It yeah, does. gets shaken up. So that's, that's, that's just what's uh, going on there. But anyway, yeah, so thank you, guys. Uh, good to see you all. Thank you for joining us. Uh, EntropyStream.live slash TV. That's up and running today. If you want to super chat to us here in the studio, odyssey.com slash at TV uh, or rumble.com forward slash user. I think you have to add that. And then forward slash TV. Those are open. Uh, if you want a super chat, we'll keep an eye on that throughout the stream here. Uh, otherwise, what do we? Uh, what should we begin on here? The the pool stuff. <laughs> yeah, I happen to see this uh, funny clip because you know I had a couple things to say about babies, but uh, Tim Pool has something to say on uh, why he does not have a wife and family. <laughs> so this is in uh, connection to uh, Women's History Month, right? Is that, oh, that's uh, right. It's, that began. It's, uh, is it, yeah, every guess, month it's something. What the heck? July. That's that's our month. <laughs> Let's play this then. I can't possibly have babies because of climate change. 
You it's, know. Right, which is nonsense. No, of course. But I do think it's crazy that I'm about to be 34 and I have no family. Because my, my dad had two kids by the time he was 27. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know what, you know what the problem is, though? It's definitely not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's... It's everybody else. Everybody else. <laughs> Ooh. It's definitely I can't possibly have babies because uh, not me is yeah. everybody else. That's like the reverse of the breakup line. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> well, it's, since this is regarding pickup. It's not me, no. it's you. Right. Well, well if you're if you're yeah, the breakup that no no it's not you, but in this case it's like it's no reverse, no the pickup yes. it's reversed both both ends. Right? Um what do they say after hundred and nine countries? Did he have, did, <laughs> has he had hundred and nine girlfriends? And of course it's obviously always uh, their fault, is that what it is? And doesn't he uh, live in like a mansion and stuff? Usually it's easy for guys that especially if they have some money to No with that beanie. Can you imagine how that smells after all these years? <laughs> Holy shit. It's like worse than a face mask, a oh, face diaper. Oh, man. Like, Where's I want to my... feel sorry for him, but he's just so annoying. Most he's of the just, time that I just such I a can't. prick. I know. He's such, such a prick a that I'm just like. On every level. It's definitely you. It's not everybody else. Well, I mean, after a single God. like this, let me, let me, let me put the, let me just put uh, this out there, folks. It's definitely uh, not me. I mean, that's an arrogant thing to say. It's definitely not me. It's all those girls. All those girls. It's their problem. Like, Here, come ladies. on! I see dorky, dorky guys that don't have much game, and and they they don't have money. They don't live in a five thousand square foot house. They have girlfriends and families. Yeah, but Wives. he wants the uh, you know the 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 ten super smash. Ain't gonna get it. Who's not, who's, not with the without a head of hair? Whom of the ladies out? Okay, let me let me let me wedge this in here now. Whom out there of the older ladies can resist a guy like this? The swapping came for the 871st time. <laughs> now I'm on my way to prison with James That's pretty much how the real version sounds, you know. Shout out to just... Forkface. He does some good stuff. He gave us a shout out the other day on, on his Telegram. So if you're uh, if you're watching, it's good stuff. Keep it up. Definitely not sir. me. It's everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's your next single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, you, not me. I'm crying in the dark. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, we have a family. We have kids, and I wanted to show show, show, show an update of baby Sigrid because everyone's wanting to see. So here's Sigrid. She's doing very Three well. Three months along. Of course, she came a month early, so they say, you know, view it as she's two months old. But she is, uh, she's rocking it. She's doing so well. Already has a little tooth coming out on the bottom. I can't mm-hmm. believe it. Yep. So present, so aware, and just um, loving time with the fam and the big brothers and... <laughs> I just love her to pieces. <clears throat> she's she's wonderful. She's she's awesome every single way. And she's chill. You know, yep. people say baby girls are more chill. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Definitely for sure. more, for sure. <laughs> more relaxed. Yeah. I just I love it. It's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. She makes sleeps, me want to have another one. She sleeps fairly good. To one be more. Honest, so. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Everyone's like, okay, this is paving the way for the fourth one. Then if this one's easy, you know. Yeah. So hopefully. Everyone says, yeah, just wait till she's Some a teenager. But so- not all girls are going to be bratty teenagers. Come on. <sighs> Yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> really seen it change you, though. Everyone's like, is Henrik melted? And you're like, oh, no, well, I'm not going to melt. Yeah, but I, I'm not, uh, and it's like, I'm not, uh, there's some guys that kind of are very, like, hard, I guess, to, like, show emotion and stuff. I don't think I'm like that. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can do that fine. So it's not like, 
uh, I don't think I had that barrier to break. But yeah, we'll, I I I expect that uh, once she's you know, you know, Papa, can I have this? And this? <laughs> Papa, can I have a pony? Uji boo. Well, we'll my sister happens. does uh, breed horses, so I might get that pony if she wants. That. Uh, no ponies. I, draw, I'm, I, I draw rode the, horses. I, draw I was actually ponies. good at riding horses. <clears throat> Dressage and English and all that. Yeah, yeah, such a, a good white girl sport. Grand Although piano. I've heard I was like, now. grand piano instead of yes. pony. Yeah, that? a piano would be good too. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I also wanted to say congratulations to my best friend, April. I know you're watching. I wanted to say congratulations on your pregnancy. It is awesome. And I'm so excited for you. And I hope it's a baby girl because she has boys too. And she wanted me to share. She said it was okay to share this, but it, with her, it was hard her to conceive each time she's had her children it's taken one to two years uh and she's been trying and trying and now she's uh, 40 and pregnant so and hopefully this one's a baby girl so i wanted to say congratulations and she wanted to remind other girls out there because i know there's women that try for a long time takes them a long time but there's hope so yeah, don't especially, give up. especially the uh, c congratulations awesome guys it's fantastic news uh but yeah this it seems that there's just I mean, maybe not everyone talked about it or whatever, but it seems it's something else going on. I just, you know, I'm just putting that out there. This is not like a scientific proven thing. It's just like a hunch, just like a, do it random, like as I'm, you know, you, you hear from people and stuff and it's just like more miscarriages and yeah. harder for women to get pregnant yeah. and stuff. And of course, it could be a million things, right? But, you know, me, I'm like... So something to do with uh, the specific little uh, bioweapon thing or uh, what's going on with that you know i mean like i know a handful of girls trying to get pregnant right now and it's just taking them a long time and yeah they're super healthy they eat right they do everything right and they struggle and then sometimes there'll be this like fat sloth who's burger king and gets pregnant and it's very frustrating it for feels, these girls it can, it can be a little bit up like if you don't you know the less you, you kind think of about want it too something much. yeah you know what i mean like the the less you um kind of stress about it, you know what I mean? Or like, I don't care in a sense. I don't know, maybe that's part of it. Oh, I also wanted to share, she did take the, um, I love ancestral supplements. I do them. I do the beef organs every day. I treat it like a multivitamin. It's amazing. Like micro macronutrients. I treat it like a multivitamin. She started taking the ancestral supplements, one for fertility, and then she got pregnant. So maybe there's a correlation there. So Definitely nice. check that out. Nice. I also wanted to mention, since we're on babies, I can't say the name of the store because, you know, could create troubles. But I have a friend <laughs> who owns this uh, beautiful baby store. It's like high-end, you know, European organic and wool baby stuff, right? Mm -hmm. We all like to go in there and support her. Well, she has a company that she orders from in Portugal, and they had recently contacted her about the name. Can't say the name, right? But, mm -mm, right. baby. And they're like, what what is this name because it it sounds like you mean white baby is it a reference to white babies because it could come across a little racist yeah portugal is fucked yeah. man yeah <laughs> portugal is just all screwed up and it's nothing that's like over white, white babies the white baby store it's not like that at all right and yeah. so she writes back an email and she talks to them and she tells her story or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, these commies are like, pfft, they're just like obsessed. Right? Is it white? Is it white? Is it a reference to white babies? Oh my God. So they actually told her, take the name baby out of that before, change the name of your baby store before we will sell to you. Can you fucking believe that? I can these days. Yeah, definitely. I definitely and can. It, and it's like if it was ebony baby, chocolate baby, mocha colored baby, whatever, it would not be Hebrew a problem. blue baby. Yeah.
But God forbid it might be a slight reference to some European babies. You know, no, all this is, hell. This is what uh, this is what it is God. these days, right? It's. I mean, if you look, you had to get involved in like the legal process in a different country. In this case, Portugal, and like kind of sue them. But you know, so that's very hard, and not everyone can do that. It's just not going to happen. But at the same time, it's like. They, they they can't do that, but they can because they just do it. But like you can't. What do you mean? You can deny somebody? You can't. Like there's got to be a legal process there, right? You can't deny someone just because of a name of what you think it might be. I don't know. It's just so absurd to me. I know. Uh, it's crazy. I know. I was like, well, I think you'd probably get more business if we like told people about that and brought more attention to your store. But then it also brings down, you know, the whole leftist establishment as well. It's probably lose all our credit card processors because of her store name, which isn't even anything like I, I know. overt. It's just it's the times we live in. So here here it is. Yeah, here here's the clip. Someone uh, who sent it here on uh man, I have too many screens here. Uh chain reactions as uh, Arnold has a change of heart. Let's see how long this is. This is actually from <laughs> No Goes on when I played it, so it's not still the original clip. Check this out. I would one like out. to say a few words to my fellow Americans and to our friends around the world. The Jews shattered the ideals we took for granted. They did not just break down the doors of our country, they trampled the very principles on which our country was founded. Being from Europe, I have seen firsthand how Jews ruined the country. I grew up in the ruins <laughs> of the country. The Jews Laughing shattered. Again, no. I was that's born in that's double uh, laugh years here, after the Second World War. I've never shared this so publicly because it is a painful memory. I heard it with my own ears and saw it with my own eyes. It all started with the Jews lies and lies and lies. <laughs> I know there is a fear in this, this country never all over the away. world that something like this could happen right here. I fantastic. believe it is. The Jews the most evil regime in history. We must be aware of the dire consequences. President Trump is a failed leader. He will go down in history as the Jews president. But what are we to make of those elected <laughs> officials who have enabled the Jews lies and treachery? A number of members of my own party because of their own spinelessness. They are complicit with those Jews who carried the flag of self-righteous insurrection in the Second World War. But it did not work. The Nazis, the help from. Now, I grew up Catholic. I went to church, Catholic school. I learned the Bible and my catechism and all this. From those days, I remember a phrase that is relevant today. The Jews lie. We need public <laughs> servants to serve something larger than the Jews. We need public servants. Hey, hey go easy here, Arnold. This is uh, pretty based here, buddy. Other countries look up to. Friends from all over the world have been calling and calling and calling me, calling me in this trap and worried about us as an evil Jewish nation. And I've told everyone <laughs> this call that as heartbreaking as all of this is, America will come back from these dark days. Now you see this sword? This is the Nazi sword. <laughs> the more you choose temper a sword, the stronger it becomes. The more you choose pound it with a hammer and then heat it in the fire and then thrust it into the cold water and then pound it again and plunge it into the fire and into the water, the more often you do that, stronger it becomes. I'm not telling you all this because I want you to become an expert sword maker, but our people, it's like the steel of this sword. <laughs> become an expert in this and I, we need to hold accountable the people that brought us to this unforgivable point to choose the Senate and the House of Representatives, depending <laughs> on what your political affiliation is. I ask you to join me, that those choose who think they can lie to the world. Pretty edgy stuff, man. Fantastic. Thank you for sending that. Uh, uh, maybe I can see you right in the beginning with the sources there. Can I? Or No, I imported them. Where the hell is that clip that? I got to find it. Thank you for uh, sending that. Maybe that's your two, uh, your Gab account. There, but yeah, good stuff. Thank you. That's just the one I wanted to see. Perfect stuff. Okay. Didn't he like um, you know, hmm? do it with his uh, Guatemalan nanny or whatever the hell she was? I believe so. She was yes. ugly, I too. So. Ugly. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, it was there. 
Before you start that, you want to make a comment? No, remember that time, too, he uh, got jumped. He was in, was it South Africa he was in? Remember that? Some random black guy just jumped on his back. That's right. Anyway. That was was funny. Go ahead, uh, Random uh, monkey on the back. (laughs) The second wanderer says, hail the Palmgren family. Here's some more shekels from your fellow Goim. Thank you. Thank you. Friends of Mary or friend of Mary Fagan says, did you see equestrian helmets were tagged for systemic racism because they don't accommodate dreads? I did not. Like I said, I know that equestrian oh world God. has just been totally attacked. Like when I grew up in it, I grew up in horse shows with my sister. Uh, we, we did equestrian. We did a dressage, you know, dan- uh, dressage is like almost like dancing on horses. Right. We fence it, jumping all the whole all of it. Right. And it was all white. And now I hear it's just Asi- lots of Asians in it, tons of Asians and gay men. And just like there was, classical there was music. The, there was always the occasional gay man, but now it's like more gay men too. Uh, Dilbob, <clears throat> yep. glad to hear Sigrid is doing great. She looks so happy. Hope all is well for you and the family. Thank, Thank you, Dilbob. Appreciate that. Thank you for being uh, an executive uh, producer. Same thing. We have Chalky Milk here over on Odyssey. Checking in. Hello, Henrik. Hello, Lana. Executive producer TM dropping in to wish you and the fam and everyone here a cozy Friday TM. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Always good to see you. We have Rowdy Dude as well for the Pony Fun. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's coming. I love it. That's funny. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> having a heart attack before then. All right. Let's <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about uh, economic collapse. Speaking of pony funds, right? Because that's just what you want to. <clears throat> when the well, it is uh, funny that we mentioned Portugal because my sister does uh, raise Portuguese uh, bullfighting horses. <laughs> I know it's a very. So- Fringe. So you you ride on those when you bullfight? Uh, I guess so. Is I guess the, uh, in port, yeah. So. I guess they do ride in the beginning a little bit, but usually they just the no, bullfighting get off Europe, of the. Wealthy people in Europe they like uh, this this style of horse. So. How can they still have I mean, traditions like that and and then still be such like calmy aids? I know. You know what I mean? It's, it's bizarre, it's right? Isn't it bizarre? Simply amazing. Yeah. All right. Everyone's favorite, the very uh, skilled orator Janet Yellen warns U.S. House members of economic collapse from default. We got to be a bit We got to pay our bills or this could go really, really bad. So essentially what I'm hearing is let's print more money and let's just uh, let's spend more. Right. Uh, it was the debt ceiling before we have to raise that. We have to. And how do you pay for that? Well, you, 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 you know, print more money. Right. Uh, let's listen to the uh, clip here. What she has to say. Oh, Reuters starts muted by default. Here we go. As you know, I've asked Congress to raise or suspend the debt limit. Yes, everyone knows I asked Congress (laughs) to raise the debt debt limit. As you know, I've asked Congress to raise or suspend the debt limit. Since 1789, the United States has always paid its bills on time, and it must continue to do so. In my what do you mean on time? The country's like what thirty trillion in debt now? Is that what, <laughs> how is she that means your, like hundred years? Uh, I don't know what she's talking about. Assessment in those of economists across the board: a default on our debt would trigger an economic and financial catastrophe. Yes, I urge all members of Congress to come together to address the debt limit without conditions and without waiting until the last minute. <laughs> Yeah, of course. And that's always what they do, too, right? They wait until until the last minute. And we've had some uh, pretty uh, shaky um, ground today on the uh, stock market for the banks and stuff. Since 2020, yeah. Before we go into that, I do want to play that. uh, uh, Let me me just double check it. The FDIC. I want to confirm I have the abbreviation correct on that, so I'm not uh, guessing my way here. They 
insure your money in the bank when you put it in the banking account up to yeah. a certain amount i the think it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right? i found here the federal deposit insurance corporation uh i think that's what it is is that what it is i believe so yeah. that sounds right anyway yeah fdic bankers discuss so-called bail-ins not bailouts but bail-ins bank runs and market collapse they're talking about shutdown and seizure of assets of the Silicon Valley Bank as well, right? That was another part of all of this, too. Uh, so there's a couple of clips that have been going around. I want to play one of those here real quick. Because um, this is this is uh, bad stuff, right? This is like worse since it's been since 2008. Check this out here. It could be accessible when people need to know. But I don't think you have much hope of, of reaching a public that doesn't have a professional need to know. I completely agree with that. I almost think you'd scare the public if you put this out. Like, why are they telling me this? Should I be concerned about my bank? Like, my insurance company doesn't tell me what they're doing with my assets. So they just assume they're going to pay my claim. Right? It's it's Lie to keep this system afloat. That's what they're talking about here. I, I think you've got to think of the unintended consequences of taking a public that has more full faith and confidence in the banking system than maybe people in this room do, <laughs> that we want them to have full faith and confidence in the banking system. They know the FDIC insurance is there. They know it works. They put their money in. They're going to get their money out. So there, there's a select crowd of people that are in the institutional side. And if they want to understand this, they're going to find a way to understand this. There's a bunch of law firms represented in this room. There's a bunch of people that will charge them by the hour a lot of money to explain this all to them. And, and, and it's fine. And I, I don't have a I don't have a problem with that. And they all have huge staffs. But I would be careful about the unintended consequences of starting to blast too much of this out in the general public. Because of bank runs, right? But that too. But right, this is what we've talked about. There's a little bit more on the clip here, but we've talked about this. That essentially, every, the only reason why it's still afloat is because people have faith in the system, right? If they if everybody loses faith in it, it will crash. People will start pulling out their money. There will be as the bank runs, all kinds of things will happen. And so they're basically now arguing, let's just keep the lid on this, right? I mean, this is pub. This is out there now. Anyway, they're doing presumably this is still a streamed, uh, you know, uh, meeting essentially, mm-hmm. right? Unless someone has leaked it from the inside and wasn't meant to to come out. Uh, but no, they, they, to keep this shit going for as long as they can, and to has have, have as much debt as possible to inflict maximum pain. They're saying like, let's just keep it this afloat for as long as we can, because no one wants to deal with the consequences. It's, uh, it's evil. It's sick, right? Let's go back to the uh, clip here. There are some market tests of whether you're being heard. And I think about TLAC. So TLAC should spread, should respond to good and bad news about the institutions. And it's really important. I mean, it's a little bit conflicted, right? I mean, it's important that people understand they can be bailed in, but you don't want a huge run on the institution. But they have, I mean, they're going to be. That's, and, and it could Let's be. Get a huge run and just ruin these big banks. To the FDIC. And well, they're, they're not going to be hurt, though. Yeah, they, as won't, usual. they won't let no, that happen. No. The primary regulators when these things happen. And there may be some other. Prices. This is uh, similar to what Jay was saying in the market that you can tell whether people understand how the who's going to be protected, who isn't going to be protected. It would be, I think, an interesting study to look at the evolution of market prices in a situation like March of 2020, for example, and see whether people understood what might happen. 
I'd like to go back to, to some of Dick's early comments. I do think it's hard to get a lot of demand for transparency right now in this in this sort of period of peacetime. But that is going to flip, and it's going to flip probably even faster than we saw in 2008, where the need for communications really quickly in the social media world uh, to avoid disinformation, to have some holding patterns for things like, <sighs> I remember in the early days of bail-in, people saying, they're coming for my deposits, Right. So just holding, just holding well, communication. Well, and what happened yeah, with Wells Fargo we'll, today? We'll get to that. We'll get to that, yeah. Helpful to deal with disinformation, some very simple things. <laughs> disinformation. It always says we have to keep the lid on, let's control the information. More concerned flow, about we have to that. Cover it up. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because um, I mean, this is, say, the, the, the ship has struck the iceberg, right? The water is pouring in, and most of these people are still playing in the piano and dancing and having a good time. You know, it's like <laughs> some people are like, if you don't have gotten to the lifeboats, at least know where they are. You know what I mean? That's that's where we are. And how quickly you'll be able to deal with different constituencies. Um, for example, as liabilities are further up and closer to harm's way. When are you going to be able to give them some comfort, if any? How do you deal with uh, foreign operations? Uh, how do you communicate to some of those different groups? I, I think ex-ante preparation for the speed of scaling up. And the ability to get information out to avoid rumors taking over the the narrative strikes me as probably the place that feels like it's got the most benefit in a world where I think the you've done a pretty good job of getting out the basics of Title II and some of the basic resources that are available now. All right. Anyway, so that's vampire sitting next to the guy. Oh, Holy sure. shit! <laughs> that's that's three hundred years old. <laughs> How can we suck them Baby dry liquor. some more? It's a God. bunch of vampires there, folks. Have your garlic ready, everybody. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I mean it's that. Yeah, no, this is this is what we're looking at, and uh, I think at some point there will be like a financial great reset kind of thing. You know, I mean, and I think it's intentional. I think they they're trying to inflict as much pain potentially as possible, or at least short term, like just cover it up. Let's just keep going. You know, what I mean, yeah, and until they can transition into this new thing that they want. Eventually, it's just right. it's 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 not going to work. <laughs> That's just a fact. You know, I mean. Uh, and at that point, you got to be in a good area with good people and and be able to uh, do things, produce things, um, uh, trade or barter or know people that you can exchange services for goods with and things like that. At least short term. Look, I'd love if, you know, oh, the, some crypto becomes the de facto, you know, whatever, like, an actual, you know, or credit not unions. their CBDC or something. But yeah, sure. Cre well, credit unions are doing they're okay. Still, they're still t right, tied yeah. to this. Well, for now, they'll be taken out. Anyway, t yeah, tell us what. Um, yeah, so this was the here. worst day for bank stocks uh, since 2020, right? We had SVB, First Republic Bank, Signature Bank, JP Morgan, and my favorite, Wells Fargo. Fuck you. Bank Fargo's. of America, Citigroup, all lost huge. All these big lefty woke banks. Fuck you, right? Mm -hmm. The worst day for bank stocks since 2020 fell over 4%. So all of these banks are the four biggest. JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, the four biggest U.S. lenders, right? They lost $55 billion in a single day, a tank down. And, and it's also this shows you how how ridiculous this is in a way right with just these numbers on a screen kind of like oh look they lost 50 how you know <laughs> how is an actual value how do you evaluate these kinds of things and if we can lose that amount of money like i don't know it's just it's just so nebulous right when you start yeah. just printing money and uh and doing oh, bail-ins like yeah, oh just with a couple keys evaluation we'll, we'll bail in a hundred billion for you yeah. or whatever it is right yeah, because again, it's not that, oh, the bank's lost, oh, this is bad for them. Okay, sure. But at the end of the day, as we said, uh, they're too big to fail. They're going to, you know, they're going to get help. 
it's the small guys that aren't going to get out, get help, you know? And the coincidentally, today, many Wells Fargo customers, how many times does Wells Fargo have to come up as bad news before something's done and before people pull their money out? Do a run on this freaking bank. Yeah. Wells Fargo customers reportedly were saying their direct deposits, their scheduled <laughs> paychecks were missing from their online accounts this They're morning. They probably just taking them. And they That's kept getting they technical errors mm-hmm. when they they couldn't log into their accounts, their apps, yep. and oh, please come back later, technical error and all this stuff. This is the same day that Silicon Valley Bank was seized, right? This happened today. The U.S. rushed to seize the assets of Silicon Valley Bank after a run on the bank. Well, how do people know to go take out all their money, right? The largest, I guess they were talking, but this is the largest failure since the Washington Mutual, right? This is more than a decade ago. Mm -hmm. Silicon Valley, the 16th largest bank, I didn't even know about them, failed after depositors, mostly tech workers and venture capital-backed companies, hurried to withdraw their money this week as anxiety over the bank situation Mm -hmm. spread. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you had factional... Fractional reserve banking, right? They don't have enough to cover all the deposits. It's uh, tied into loans and all these other things. It doesn't exist. Not there. It's not there. So people are like, they want to come get their money, and uh, oh, it's not, it's not here. You can't take it. It's one of the reasons why they want to do away with cash, but I I don't think they'll be able to implement that entire system before like the house of cards will actually fall apart and come down. But uh, it almost feels like the Wells Fargo thing is like a preemptive attempt. To stop people from actually take like take oh sorry we have a technical issue right now it's almost like they knew that there was yeah. like this you know scare and this is like a building and they're like l- l- you know let's just pretend we have technical issues or something I, I don't know we'll see what, what what happens here and how this develops uh, but uh, this is one of the big ones it's like one of those earthquakes that we <laughs> you know like in the uh, California area like we know it's going to hit it's just a matter of time uh, we know the banks are essentially going to collapse. And when that happened, they're going to say, well, look, we have this new international global currency already in place. You know, it's a central bank digital currency. It's an IMF, uh, you know, uh, backed, you know, new digital uh, dollar of sorts, global no, dollar. I like this idea of local, small uh, credit unions that's community based. It's, you know, based within that region. You pull together, then you can get loans from that from that bank. Right. Yeah. Because you all put your money in yeah. <laughs> and it's a nonprofit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Something's coming. Something's looming. Something's lunar. Uh, Michael57DE says, uh, Hail Henrik Alana, just a quick note about your no-go zone on Germany not being a sovereign nation per the UN. Germany, Italy, and Japan also is still considered an enemy state with any... Uh, which any nation can attack without any consequences from the UN. Interesting. Mm. Uh, that's Article 107 and Article 53 of the UN Charter. Yes, I remember that too. They're basically not their own. I wish I could find that clip again. There's two German politicians speaking, and they're talking about like the paperwork, essentially a backdrop of all of this, that how, how this is legal, that they're not their own sovereign nation. A- anyone, everybody kind of knows that and can see that, but I'm saying there's actual paperwork here that like states that as well. And they're like, maybe it's time to, for Germany to become their own country again. You know what I mean? And again, if you want to know what, why, you know, the NATO thing and siding with uh, Ukraine as opposed to, you know, being on good terms with Russia, all, all that plays into this too. But yeah, thank you for that, Michael. Good, uh, good insight. Outrageous. Crazy. All right. How about so, the J6 coverage? Yeah, so we talked to, I talked a little bit at that Wednesday here, but uh, I wanted to show a couple of more clips, right? Uh, the media is freaking out because of that. It's fun. It, it's sometimes it feels a little bit of a distraction. It's like two years late of all this. We, we knew a lot of this already, but it's good to get the uh, physical documentation 
on camera, you know, right? The, the 40,000 plus the hours of surveillance footage was given to Tucker Carlson by uh, uh, the uh, Cuck McCarthy, the Speaker of the House. And uh, there's some good stuff coming out from that, of course. That's that's fun. Uh, I guess we, let's just play that the Q and on thing, walking around in case you guys didn't miss uh, miss that or walking around. He's being led around. He's being by the Capitol Police. Yeah, They're being, bringing him onto the Senate floor. The Q and on shaman dude. Yeah. Yeah. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. Outrageous, we counted huh? at least nine officers all in who were within honest, touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that they Capitol this. Police were his allies. This the video orders. shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor it's of like the It's like an center. actor. They're bringing, in, they're bringing now, in the actor to the stage or something. Right. Do you? Th I'm thinking he no, he can't be that stupid. Was he a little retarded, this guy, <laughs> or something, or is he like actually? I haven't heard that many interviews. I know Alex Jones interviewed him, and there was a big like they started screaming at each other, and Jones is like, "Ah, you're 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 you're, you're those, a plant. You're in on it." Also, were those tats like temporary tats? I just like I don't oh, know. quick. Let's put a Thor's hammer on there and a Valk Newt. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the other part of this too. Let's just go, jumble all that in there, yeah. and then ha ha! Look at look at these crazy, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, also true uh, fanatics, right? They, they try to overthrow our precious liberal <laughs> yeah. democracy. But anyway, um, so he thinks they they help God here. He says at the same time, Heavenly Father, but he has Thor's hammer tattoos. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's thanking them for like bringing him there. Like this is, it feels like he's in on it too, or he's retarded, genuinely retarded. And if he's in on it, you say, well, he would spoke. He's four years in jail now. He would uh, talk, speak up about this. No, and my argument, they'll just tell him, you shut up about all this, or you're going to get forty years. You, you never, you'll die in this. You'll rot in this cell. Just don't talk about it. That's potentially how easy it could be, right, to direct a guy like this. But anyway, let's listen to the rest here. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. Okay, yeah, I remember there was a clip that you're like, oh, kill it, they're all talking. I think that might have been actually in the Tucker clip, but it was a shorter one here on the New York Post link, but like... We should kill him, like just shoot him, you know, all these mm -hmm. crazy things. And, and I mean, yes, there were parts, um, 
certain portions right around the building, depending on where you are, where, yes, it was like a riot, it was violent, it was, you know, there, there were scuffles with police officers and stuff. But other parts, it was like super calm. It was literally like a tour, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? A, tour, a tourist, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, like, check, you walk know, this come, way, come here, see look, this, look through and look the at this sculpture, yeah. and here's where Nancy Pelosi sits, or whatever. Uh, we didn't play that yet, but there was another one of the uh, Capitol Police that walked. We we were set up. Remember that clip? Damn it, mm -hmm. I, I can't yeah. um, I can't recall where that is now. But yeah, there was one. I think it was like a black, uh, somewhat senior position within the Capitol Police, Washington, or maybe it was the Washington Metropolitan Police. I forget what it was. The D.C. Metropolitan Police. And we said, yeah, we were we're we were set up. Anyway. Let's play the montage of the media freaking out about this. So again, as I said, it's a little bit of a kind of a distraction. They can wheel this out two years later. Uh, this, is more, the, this could just go on for like two decades of stuff bubbling up about J6, right? But it's important but, to show their no, dishonesty of course, and of their course, lies. No, 100%. And, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's still, I'm, I'm, I thoroughly am, am genuinely enjoying seeing them squirm that this is coming out, right? And they're basically, I mean, even Chuck Schumer is like, they're ordering uh, Rupert Murdoch to like stop Tucker from being able to broadcast any more of this footage. Because they want to keep the like lie this. going, right? About <laughs> some insurrection. Absolutely. Here's another clip here. Well, as far as we know, for more than two years, 26 months to the day, actually, no media organization in the country pressed to see the actual tape, the January 6th surveillance footage. And there was a reason for that. So a small group of people, which would include the leaders of the Democratic Party and their allies in the media, had a complete monopoly on what you were allowed to know about what happened, what actually happened in the Capitol on January 6th. And they defended that monopoly with great ferocity, as monopolists tend to do. So the moment we broke that monopoly, simply by getting access to the footage, it's not hard. That's what you're supposed to do when you work in the news business. Other media outlets went crazy. They all did. And we just couldn't resist not to be self-referential, but it's too hilarious. So we assembled a montage. Here it is. What we saw tonight, Allison, from Tucker is, is nothing new. He has been trying to sanitize the very real violence that we all saw uh, unfold at the U.S. Capitol. 41,000 hours of footage from an attempted coup is federal evidence. How on earth is Kevin McCarthy trying to justify to fellow members of Congress giving 41,000 hours of federal investigative Never mind what's in it. Right? No, no, it doesn't matter. That it's, doesn't matter. The fact that he got it, that's what matters. That's, it's not that's how fair. they try and sideline it. It's not thing. fair, I think someone <laughs> says, too. We should have gotten it. should have given it to everybody. Well, you could right. have. They <clears throat> could have asked for it, probably. Well, wasn't it? I, I, because Tucker, Tucker said that others didn't take the time to go through it. They didn't ask for it. Because so they're just running with okay. you know, what they want about it. They okay. already made their minds up, and that's I, the story I, I they're thought, going with. Maybe I'm misunderstanding this, but I thought that... There was a bunch of stuff that they hadn't released, but then due to somehow Kevin McCarthy gets be just being in the position that he is, he there was probably one of the deals of why they voted him as a Speaker of the House, right? It was like the, the back end deals that were happening for the, those many days before they actually got a Speaker of the House. And they said one of the things you have to do is you have to give, you have to release some of the Capitol footage, I assume. And they maybe the deal was even to just give it to Tucker or something like that. But I don't believe. Maybe now the other ones can request it, but right now he's the only one who has it, as far as I understand. Material to Fox News. This is the danger of not fairness, unfairness. 
You should give it to every news organization at the same time. What's next? Or, uh, is the Speaker of the House? So gonna- we can counter the narrative. Otherwise, now they have an upper hand on us. Now we have to play catch up in the propaganda and whitewashing. <laughs> yeah, because they weren't. The thing is, they weren't asking for that footage before. I didn't hear anything about. Probably that. not. No, it's super sanitized. As I said, the version of what they wanted this to be. Right. So you have. Uh, to deny that there was any scuffles or violence or, or like riot uh, moods in certain aspects, I think is wrong too. But this insane thing that they're talking there was no plan to put put anybody in positions of power. There was no remember that when they walked in, it was like these boomers are like, what with these QAnon boomers, are like, what do we do now? And I, I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, you're I'll being set up, man. You know, yeah. yeah. The daily schedules of the Capitol Police, uh, are they going to give them the codes to the uh, to, to the locked doors? Nobody that <laughs> believes any of that garbage Tucker was spewing, none of their kids will ever believe that garbage. It feels like a Soviet system or you know the way the nazis Ken burns remember this remember this guy wasn't oh, this yeah. the guy who wanted to do some uh, he reached out no this is a new one oh it's a new one but he one. always says the same thing listen oh, the way the nazis would build a potemkin village tucker carlson's <laughs> doing the same thing with the footage from uh one six yes <laughs> we're both soviet and nazi what you're hearing of course is panic it's fear a hurt dog barks all right. Anyway, that's uh, it's fun. It's kind of fun to see them squirm like that. Yes. Uh, now he said, "Oh, the Democrat." Tucker said, "The Democrats and their media, you know, backers of the establishment." But look, buddy, there's plenty of GOPs and rhinos that are joining in. And oh my God, I, we got to denounce this and all that stuff. Just check uh, this little compilation here. I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion Total cup of face the chief of the Capitol Police. <laughs> about what happened on january 6th he has he has the phase of like a lot of lot of caviar <laughs> filet mignons <laughs> um escargot with extra you know sugar <laughs> fried butter on the side clearly the face of a cuck <laughs> the chief of the capitol police in my view correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. I was here. I was down there. And I saw maybe a few tourists, a few people who got caught up in things. But when you see police barricades breached, when you see police... At, at least he said that, right? At least he said but that. But when I saw the footage that the media put out, oh my God, I didn't realize it was that bad until they told me. <laughs> Remember the whole hearing, too? Uh, who was it again? There was someone who quit their... Was it the, an ABC News executive that quit their job just to go work full-time on... Uh, cutting together the video, you know, mm. uh, evidence essentially for one of the hearings and stuff like that. It was completely like produced, like a TV oh, show, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Officers assaulted, all of that, or you had to be in close proximity to it. If you were just a tourist, you should have probably lined up at the visitor center and came in on an orderly basis. Well, I mean, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was an attack on the Capitol. I mean, you said it was not in his... You, you have to b- bow down, bend the knee, it's and like, admit... It's protesters out there. I mean, come on. We can go through all the violent protests that we've seen in, in America, and all of a sudden, oh yeah. my God, they were trying to breach the gap. Insurrection, was it an insurrection in your opinion? Well, I don't know how you want to describe it. All I know is that uh, there were yeah, there were a lot of people uh, in the Capitol at the time. That This is not how an insurrection looks. I'm, ...who uh, I think... Um, were scared for their lives so you can you know however you want to describe it but it was a it was an attack on the capitol 
Well, I, I didn't listen to Tucker Carlson. I generally don't. But um, my recollection of the day is that it was not just some rowdy, peaceful protest of Boy Scouts, nor was it, you know, the uh, the takedown of democracy that others uh, the, the, that others on the on the extreme side want to call it. To somehow put that in the same category as a you know permitted peaceful protest is um, is just a lie, and I, I think it it's, doesn't do any good. Well, what did, what did he say about the mostly peaceful protesters during the BLM, uh, George Floyd it's... riots and shit? Like, these people didn't say anything about no. that, you know what I mean? And this is absolutely comparable, or the other times where uh, Antivas was, uh, you know, into, what was it, the, all these different state capitals were, mm-hmm. like, invaded at different times, Well, right? they have a right to be angry. Oh, that's fine. We got to do some soul searching. Well, what, what are they angry about? We got to listen to them, right? All right. Um... Yeah, so that's that's happening. Uh, major damage control, which is again, it's kind of fun watching that and watching them squirm. We'll see what else comes out It'll from just it. Just slowly kind of fizzle out. That's what I think. You know, to just kind of oh, pop up and then all right, then they won't talk about it again. I mean, but some people will continue to use J six forever because not oh, everyone yeah. hears and sees you know this kind of footage. No, they um, just keep running with the lie. They have to. Uh, these people who are in jail because of this will have to be released at some point. Um, I, I don't know. We'll see. You know, Trump is talking up a big storm and all that stuff now again and, you know, CPAC and stuff. But I'm just I'm just so jaded at this point about anything that he said, because he said a lot of other stuff in 2015 and the 16 campaign as well. And none of that happened. (laughs) You know what I mean? So why why should we think it's any different now? Oh, Mm -hmm. my God, he's going to he's going to release all the J6. He's going to pardon him this time. He could have like years ago. Was it was it? No, he couldn't have because he was out by then, right? It was it was one of those. It was a timing issue. He could not do that, but there was other pe- okay. there was other things that happened. I don't know. There's, there's I, I can't remember all the details now. It's just it's a big blur about all the fucking Trump stuff. But anyway, one thing I know is that we we have a a derailment after derailment after derailment after derailment. There's a lot of these happening uh, each year apparently. But here's another North Folk Southern train derailment. Uh, in uh, what is this here? <clears throat> Alabama. Says well, when right you there. see Calhoun. pictures and, and footage of some of these railroads and how they're not being maintained, it's outrageous when you see some of these. It's like, are we in a third world country? What the crap is going on here? This is the good work of people like Peter, Pete, Mayor Pete Buttplug, right? This is his job to ensure that the uh, infrastructure and transportation and all these kinds of things is working. I am still incredibly surprised at how the train. As a, as a, the, the, the rail industry is a viable option with so many derailments, and that there's no bigger call for like actually trying to fix this stuff, right? So, and it was like, I don't know how this works, right? Maybe it's like when more people pay attention to something, does more of those things. Is there's a metaphysical yeah. subconscious? No, thing when you when you become of conscious of it, you start noticing, and then you start seeing. Oh, there's a lot of that. I didn't think of this before. Right? And, and not only my point was not only train derailments. It was like the other day there was some uh, vehicle in New York City that was like considered a, a toxic. Uh, uh, it, it crashed, I believe, the vehicle. I don't have the footage or the link to, to it right now, but I just saw it in passing the other day. Now, it might have been like drug related, it might have been actually like fentanyl or something in the car and 
you can actually like die if you inhale this stuff or if it's in powder format or if you it, it's been smashed in a car accident and you approach that you could like you know OD essentially so I get that but it's like so many of these now where like hazmat suits have been deployed and they're walking around in their big you know aluminum uh, iron uh, or forged works suits <laughs> and try to like decontaminate a zone because well, either it's a train derailment or, or a car that's tipped over you know by the way did you see it was a pack of white men there so they call in the white men to come fix up the mess huh where's the yeah. the, the diversity then to figure out what happened and clean it up and fix it huh yep. no that instead they'll just blame it on those white guys there was another one in West Virginia and there was like an oil spill, I think it was too, and it had been dumped into a, uh, a river. I forget oh, no. where it was in, in West Virginia, but yeah, a lot of these uh, each year. All right, anyway, so just a quick uh, mention about that there. Uh, here's a diff- little different clip here. Check this. This is actually funny. <clears throat> Very Australia guy busted with the guns, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's been, he was hiding them because they've taken guns, right? It's illegal to have these guns. Now. The most based man in Australia was apparently arrested for having the coolest secret bunker full of guns, John Wick style. Uh, let's check this out. Just a couch at a place in the suburbs. No. Ugly couch. Not by a long shot. Oh, wow. <laughs> the police reaction. <laughs> Seeing the secret entrance revealed to a gun lover's treasure trove. Officers finding a range of weapons at the property, handguns, shotguns, Ooh, guns more than on a thousand wall. rounds of ammunition, plus a workbench equipped to modify firearms. Even an underground shooting range nice. complete with pulley system to set the target. Impressive. A bunker, an underground shooting range, an arsenal of high-powered firearms right in suburban Perth. It's just incredible. The stash also oh included gosh. a 50 caliber rifle with ammo, a weapon designed to penetrate armoured vehicles, even buildings. We also found a suppressor, uh, suppressors which are like a silencer. That's illegal. Um, body armour, illegal. Uh, unsecured ammunition armor, and unlicensed illegal? ammunition, illegal. Body Across armor, Australia, illegal? it's the Is fear it? of police that guns like Everything's these illegal can there now. Yeah. do end up in criminal hands. My heart sinks every time I see a firearm. I didn't want to take the COVID shot. My heart sinks, he says. Sometimes 20 and 30 firearms are being taken from a house. The bunker builder there in the orange shirt, former professional fighter David Iceman Letizia, pleading guilty to several firearms charges. (laughs) He was fined just over $3,000 with the weapons destroyed. He's also being charged with building it. You know they're using council approval. Without council approval. Did you hear that? (laughs) Without council. $3,000 with the weapons destroyed. He's also been charged with building it without council approval. <laughs> See, you can't, talk about it like you not being your own man. You know what I mean? Like you can't have what you want. You can't even build something without, can I please copy? <laughs> can, I, can I do it like this? No. Oh my God. And, and this cop, that cop is so weak. Oh my God, my heart melt. My heart sinks every time bleeding. I see this. This gun on this wall, this man trying to protect himself from, you know, what can happen in the future, like the government storming in and like telling him he can't do anything anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought, and after uh, they confiscated all the guns, by the way, the crime has gone up in Australia, as we know. Of course. And I'm sure there's a lot more dingoes like this that have uh, not returned their guns. <laughs> They're stashing them somewhere in the One bush. One can hope. One can hope. Right. Um, yeah. They had that bon- gun buyback program after. Uh, oh, what was it called again? The big day op they had down there remember that shadow always reminds me i forget the name of it but and yeah they, yeah and they say that they're going to destroy the guns yeah right i think some you know, of them were i think you could see them like <laughs> just jumbling few, them up a and few of the old ones. driving them over with like you know steam what do you call it ongvelt steam rollers uh but yeah so so let's go over to another part 
uh, of the Anglo world and say, well, what, what possibly could be the reason why you would want to, you know, protect yourself? Well, it's of course because uh, our countries are turning into uh, war zones. Now, in this case, it's seen to be an uh, internecine uh, sub-Saharan African uh, tribal warfare here. But this is England, folks. 2023, not 2013, as it actually is now. It's 10 years. Anyway, remember that, Lana. You'll, you'll get what that means. Anyway, look at this clip here. This is South Africa? Where are we again? Oh my god. I mean, at least they're attacking. I was just going to, at least they're attacking each other. <laughs> but at the Fine, same time. Fine, have at it, but not in will, our country. This will just turn uh, on its, this will be turned on its head. I mean, later, tribal wars is fine. In Africa. It's funny how you can, as I say, take the uh, <clears throat> take the African out of the jungle, but you can't take the jungle out of the African. Uh, what is it? RK selected, right? That's this this whole thing. If you don't have the IQ, the only recourse is to have uh, physical strength, right? But then, as we know, because of technological progress, that even that doesn't matter anymore. I'm reminded of that screenshot people showed over the was it like 80 boars were fighting like 5,000, uh, you know, African tribes people essentially right and it was like not a single one injured i think of the of the white boars <laughs> and it was like two thousand or something i, I forget exactly like taking a gun to a knife fight right yeah taking a uh a club to a <laughs> uh ak-47 fight uh anyway <laughs> so they just be you know one of those like why in the world you're in the anglo world in the anglo sphere in the western world here now why in the world would you want to defend yourself why, why would you want to have the capability of uh being, being ready for something. Yeah, like tell the government that. Why do you have guns? Mm -hmm. uh, Bill Biz, hello, thank you. Can't help but enjoy the media and political meltdown due to the release of the J6 footage, especially Schumer. Schumer has been. Yeah. I, man, I mean, maybe I should have tried to find some of the uh, footage of that guy. But yeah, he's like ordering, ordering uh, Fox News to stop this. And it should be illegal. <laughs> and this is mis and disinformation. I mean, interestingly, that uh, doesn't seem to be happening. We'll see what happens. Maybe the whole Dominion lawsuit, is that part of like trying to take Fox News down or like bankrupt them? Or I, I'm not sure what's going on there, but it's, uh, it is kind of interesting, right? All right. Um, now, what do we have here? Oh, yeah. So the uh, Twitter, Twitter files, right? Uh, which is kind of interesting. I'm going to play a couple of clips here. I th I th again, it's this is you know more mainstream kind of stuff. Like it's in the but it's very good that this is coming out. It's being confirmed. It has to be pushed back. Uh, Matt Taibbi, which is one of the kind of head head guys that have been working together with Elon here, uh, he went to, uh, to 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 testify. I guess this is right in front of uh, was it the Congress or was it in front of the House? I forget which. Uh, here it was, but uh, he had an opening statement regarding uh, what we've learned so far regarding the so-called Twitter files and the censorship industrial complex. So let's uh, listen to that first as we have introducing us to this here. Chairman Jordan, Ranking Member Plaskett, members of the Select Committee, thank you for having me today. My name is Matt Taibbi. I've been a reporter for 30 years uh, and a staunch advocate of the First Amendment. Much of that time was spent at Rolling Stone magazine. 
Uh, ranking member Plaskett, um, I'm not a so-called journalist. Uh, I've won the National Magazine Award, the I.F. Stone Award for Independent Journalism, and I've written 10 books, including four New York Times, New York Times bestsellers. Uh, I'm now the editor of the online magazine Racket on the independent platform Substack. I'm here today because of a series of events that began late last year when I received a note from a source online. It read, are you interested in doing a deep dive into what censorship and manipulation was going on at Twitter? A week later, the first of what became known as the Twitter Files reports came out. To say these attracted intense public interest would be an understatement. My computer looked like a Vegas slot machine uh, as the, just the first tweet about the blockage of the Hunter Biden laptop story registered 143 million impressions and 30 million engagements. But it wasn't until a week after the first report, after Michael Schellenberger, Barry Weiss, and other researchers joined the search of the files, that we started to grasp the significance of this story. The original promise of the internet was that it might democratize the exchange of information globally. A free internet would overwhelm all attempts to control information flow, its very existence a threat to anti-democratic forms of government everywhere. What we found in the files was a sweeping effort to reverse that promise and use machine learning and other tools to turn the internet into an instrument of censorship and social control. Unfortunately, our own government appears to be playing a lead role. We saw the first hints in communications between Twitter executives before the 2020 election. When we read things like, flagged by DHS, or please see attached report from FBI for potential misinformation. This would be attached to an Excel spreadsheet with a long list of names whose accounts were often suspended shortly after. Again, Ranking Member Plaskett, I would note that the evidence of Twitter government relationship includes lists of tens of thousands of names on both the left and right. The people affected include Trump supporters, but also left-leaning sites like... Yeah, but that's very... It's very little. He's trying to be fair here for the sake of it. He doesn't need this, but okay, granted, it is what it is, right? But overwhelmingly, uh, it's people on the right that's being <laughs> suffering out of this, right? Consortium and Truth Out, the leftist South American channel Telesaur, the Yellow Vest movement... That, in fact, is a key point of the Twitter files, that it's neither a left nor right issue. Following the trail of communications between Twitter and the federal government across tens of thousands of emails led to a series of revelations. Mr. Chairman, we summarized and submitted them to the committee in the form of a new Twitter file thread, which was also released to the public this morning. We learned Twitter, Facebook, Google, and other companies developed a formal system for taking in moderation requests from every corner of government, from the FBI, the DHS, the HHS, DOD, the Global ADL, Engagement Center SPLC. at State, yep. even the CIA. For every government agency scanning Twitter, there were perhaps 20 quasi-private entities doing the same thing, including Stanford's Election Integrity Partnership, NewsGuard, the Global Disinformation Index, and many others, many taxpayer-funded. A focus of this fast-growing network, as Mike noted, is making lists of people whose opinions, beliefs, associations, or sympathies are deemed misinformation, disinformation, or malinformation. That last term is just a euphemism for true but inconvenient. Undeniably, the making of such lists is a form of digital McCarthyism. Ordinary Americans are not just being reported to... It's, it's way worse uh, than that, but yeah, yeah, McCarthy wasn't <laughs> nearly hard enough. No. But. Thanks to Cohen there. But anyway, let's uh, keep going. Twitter for deamplification or deplatforming. But the firms like PayPal, digital advertisers like Xander, and crowdfunding sites like GoFundMe. Yeah. These companies can and do refuse service to law-abiding people and, and businesses whose only crime is falling afoul of a distant, baseless, unaccountable, algorithmic judge. I'm glad he brings that into it too, the financial aspect, because that's like when banks does it. But... It, Government, it's its literally like this is illegal, right? This mm. is the, the, the arrest people who did this, went yeah. along with it. Those who's who is it in the government that approved this and requested, yeah. like, get the, the they need to be held accountable, you know what I mean? And it's glad it's coming out, but man, holy shit, is it like 
No one does anything. It's just completely, you know, yeah, whatever. First Amendment, ah, it doesn't matter. Remember, I had a damn tweet from the CDC that they went in and said, you did, remove this uh, um, remove this tweet. It's inconvenient to It was about shedding and, and pregnant women and stuff like that. Anyway, let's a little bit more on the clip here. As someone who grew up a traditional ACLU liberal, this mechanism yeah. for punishment... Well, you paved the way then, man. <laughs> He's trying to be moderate and fair, which is just cringe and yeah. annoying. Like, no one, no one respects you for that. <laughs> Without due process is horrifying. Another troubling aspect is the role of the press, which should be the people's last line of defense in such cases. But instead of investigating these groups, journalists partnered with them. If Twitter declined to remove an account right away, government agencies and NGOs would call reporters for the New York Times, Washington Post, and other outlets, who in turn would call Twitter, demanding to know why action had not yet been taken. Effectively, news media became an arm of a state-sponsored thought policing system. I'm yeah. running out of time, so I'll just sum up and say, um, it's just not possible to instantly arrive at truth. It is, it is however, possible becoming uh, technologically uh, possible to instantly define and enforce a political consensus online, which I believe is what we're looking at. This is a grave threat to people of all pers- political persuasions. Uh, the First Amendment, an American population accustomed to the right to speak, is the best defense left against the censorship industrial complex. If the latter can knock over our first and most important constitutional guarantee, these groups will have no serious opponent left anywhere. If there's anything the Twitter files show, that's exactly what they want. We're in danger they of, don't want to. of course, yep. This most precious right. It's falling on deaf ears in this government right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Democratic rights are impossible. Thank you for the opportunity to appear, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. Uh, happy to answer any questions is at the end there. Yes, so uh, <clears throat> of course they fought him on this. Who's your source? You know, it's just uh, it's the circus. Uh, all these people came out, and there was a circus after this. He even look, look here. <laughs> Somehow, this woman here, she, she was involved in this hearing, right? Sylvia Garcia. She's a Democrat from Texas. She said some of those retarded things that and. Somehow these people are like they're ruling over us, right? L- listen to what she said regarding Substack. She can't even wrap her head around what Substack is. Listen to this. Yet you yourself posted on your your um, I guess it's kind of like a web page. I don't quite understand what Substack she married is, Mexican? but uh, that what I can say is that. Yeah, anyway, that was not the point. But just like, what do you mean you can't? You, okay, well you don't I know what that is. Just what okay, that Substack. Is. Go to visit it. That yeah, it's like a b- b- this blogging. This is out of touch. They are though. You think they're gonna know about <clears throat> internet all the and censorship? Yeah, exactly. And like, no, that's what I'm saying. They some, can't even read the word. Somehow Substack. these people end up ruling over us, right? You know what I mean? On and, the dark, very, very dark corners of the your, internet. Substack.com. Yeah, like <laughs> to sort of press, you know, him to reveal his source type and all this kind of stuff, right? But let's look at that thread a little bit. We, we don't have time to go through the whole thing, but it was one segment I want to check on. Like post 19 was kind of interesting for us. Uh, because of some of the people that have been like, you know, putting us on lists and things like that as well, right? Uh, Statement of uh, Congress, the censorship industrial complex, which I think is a good term for it. Uh, And he highlighted something here, which is interesting regarding the vaccine issue too, right? Uh, Recommending against stories uh, of true vaccine side effects from an email. Here is Stanford's... Virality Project, yeah, Virality Project, which partners with multiple state agencies recommending against, quote, true stories or stories uh, true uh, of true vaccine side effects and true posts that could fuel hesitancy. A conscious decision to emphasize narrative over truth was one of the comments here. True posts. So you got to block that truth. Yes. 
because if it wow. means he- it will create potential hesitancy over the COVID jab, uh, we have to sense, even if it is true, <laughs> right? That's that's a level. Of, wow. we, again, we know this and we've and we have known this for a long time, but it's good to get the confirmation of these things. There's Anyways, risks. You might die, but it's worth that chance. OK, yeah. Anyway, a little bit on Trump there and stuff, they go through. But also there's how many government agencies that are involved in this, right? Twitter was more like a partner to the government uh, under the previous ownership with other tech firms. We suspected that. All of them are. of course, all of them are. It held a regular industry meeting with the FBI and DHS and developed a formal system for receiving thousands of content reports from every corner of the government, the HHS, the Treasury, NSA, and even local police departments. Uh, emails from the FBI, DHS, and other agencies to often came with spreadsheets of hundreds or thousands of account names for review. Often these would be deleted soon after. This is outrageous, right? Many were obvious misinformation, like accounts using urging people to vote the day after the election. But other, and this is, isn't this what uh, uh, Ricky Vaughn, right, is in jail for? Me- still? Is he uh, still in jail? I mean, his trial is coming up, I think, right? I don't think it's happening yet. I think it's coming forever, up. Yeah. yeah. And remember, there was even a distinct I guess the judge had ordered that only people who are fully vaxxed can be part of the jury which is like a that's a political selection process yes, now essentially of course it you know is. what I mean you know that they're going to be liberals yes yes uh, but other official disinfo reports had shakier reasoning their hi- the highlighted twitter analysis here disagrees with the FBI account uh, about accounts deemed a proxy of russian actors they have some of the, the russia bullshit right but check out the um 19 here, I think it is. And look at who shows up. Yeah, they're going to uh, the report uh, here by, let me say, the Woodstock of the censorship industrial complex came when the Aspen Institute, which receives millions of a year, both from uh, both the State Department and USAID, held a star-studded confab in Aspen in August 2021 to release its final report on information disorder. The report was co-authored by Katie Couric and Chris Krebs, the founder of the DHS Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Joel Roth of Twitter and Nathaniel Gleischer of Facebook were technical advisor. Prince Harry joined Couric as a commissioner. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is this, right? It's like a big joke, but... Um, here, check this out. The same agencies. Actually, let me back up. I here. recognize that chin. Yes, the the big fat hog. Right. Natu- <laughs> naturally, Twitter's main concern regarding the Aspen report uh, was making sure Facebook got hit harder by any resulting regulatory changes. Uh, sharing a screenshot of that here. Uh, the same agencies: FBI, DHS, CISA, GEC, invite the same experts: Thomas Reed. Alex Stamos, funded by the same foundations, Newmark, Omidar, Knight, trailed by the same reporters, Margaret Sullivan, Molly uh, McHugh, Brandy Zdrozny, right? These are like full-on just Antifa uh, apologists, right? Seemingly to every conference at every panel. Uh, And here, of course, is uh, uh, Joan uh, uh, Donovan, is it right? Yeah, Joan Donovan. (sighs) The fat hog. She was uh, one of the three women at the. Uh, uh, she's working for the Shorenstein Institute for some fucking bullshit. I forget exactly what the term is. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, it says right there. Yeah, the Shorenstein Center on Media Politics and Public Policy, and she did that report, the Alternative Influence Network, Network right. report. Yeah, I forget this exact term uh, with two other women. 
These are the people who early, early on were like far left Antifa members. Ban these political people. Go after yeah, these politically people. motivated. Yeah. They created literal lists and send them to YouTube and say, this is dangerous. Look at these people. They're sharing content. There's cross-platform mm -hmm. promotion. You have to ban them. And of course, that happened. They be, I, Not all, all on there have been banned. Tim Pool is still on there. You know, uh, Quartering is still on. You know, there's a number of people. But... She has been part of that, and now she's part of like sitting there with government agencies, DHS, CIA, even FBI, and all these other things. Is, yeah, is the power that, the thing yeah. that these people have, right? It's incredible. Anyway, so this is—I mean, it's just fucking absurd. <laughs> News Guard, that whole fucking garbage. Yeah, the Global Disinformation Index, a DoD-funded News Guard. I love how they act like they're all these like experts and so professional, and I'm just a trained. I'm specially trained for the. No, you're just a, a lefty, commie, anti-white scum. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's all you. Are. Essentially, uh, let me see. Bigot Small says, uh, "WFP, throw him up." Is that the reference to Arnold in the beginning there? <clears throat> I, hope, I hope you saw the clip in the beginning, uh, uh, Bigot Smalls, uh, of Arnold. That was, that was good. Not the sword, not the, the Nazi sword one, but the one about him uh, showing how to how to uh, <clears throat> display his arm in the, in the right angle to show off his muscles. It's hilarious. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's it from that. We'll we'll, uh, we'll follow up on this. It's it's glad. I'm glad that they're kind of trickling this out because then it can just be this kind of long drawn out barrage going after these agencies mm -hmm. but the, the but the big question is and i think that's right the title of the thing with taby was where was weaponization of u.s agencies and stuff but something seriously has to be done about this right i mean they most of them need to be not even like fire everybody in these institutions like they all they just need to like uh do away with them they need to, to erase these agencies to the ground essentially yes and then build new things in place and maybe we don't even need as many as they have and stuff like that but no this is one aspect that has to absolutely change for things to to, to get better it's just going to get i mean it's, it's probably not, not nothing will probably happen but no. at least there are millions and millions of people that are seeing this they confirm it for themselves they understand that if you're on the wrong side of this you are an enemy of the state essentially you're an enemy of these uh, these institutions and corporations now exactly crazy huh all right so oh that's the one about the yeah okay um this is a different one is it you know the covid thing here i just quickly wanted to mention this i'm not going to go through much in detail too much in detail of this here uh, birth rates plunge in heavily vaccinated countries. Here's one of the, the, the mystery uh, to go back to <clears throat> Sylvia Garcia here again. What was it again? Yet you yourself posted on your, your um, I guess it's kind of like a web page. I don't quite understand what Substack is, but uh, that what I can say is that. <laughs> what is Substack, right? Well, here it is. Birth rates plunge in heavily vaccinated countries. That's from Substack. That's it's not that hard, Sylvia. You just go and you you type in the the web address and and then you'll uh, you'll find out, right? Exactly. In many countries, births drop sharply nine months after peak COVID vaccine uptake. Let's look at how this happens and will these populations recover? Well, they better because it's a lot of European ones, right? Oh, <laughs> Mostly basically European ones. Europeans. That, that's it. Uh, yeah, vital statistics, hidden data. Since the beginning of COVID, vital statistics, as reported by governments around the world, are hard to come by. Hmm, wonder why. Spotty availability hinders analysis and understanding. For example, even today in the United States, Massachusetts and New York, Illinois and Washington are four of the states that at at time of this writing have not updated births da birth data since 2019 and 2020. Isn't that interesting? 
19 European countries, it continues here, by August 2022, Raymond Hagemann, Ulf uh, Lore, and Dr. Hans-Joachim Kremer had compiled data on birth rate changes in 19 European countries and produced an extremely important paper. In country after country, the inflection point of reduced births is consistently uh, at the end of the year 2021. This was nine months after the spring zeitgeist to take the COVID vaccines. Germany, Austria, Switzerland, France, Belgium, Netherlands, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, Latvia, Lithuania, Sweden, Portugal, Spain, Czech Republic, Hungary, Poland, Romania, and Slovenia, as well as Iceland and Northern Ireland, Montenegro, Serbia, all show this pattern. Nine months after peak vaccine update, the births decline. There's uh, some uh, from the report there, right? Um, so what do you call that? What do you what do you call that? That's you that's you call a targeted um, campaign. Yeah, I mean they were pushing genocide the hardest for Europeans and European countries. Remember, Bill Gates didn't want to even give it to Africa for free. Everyone says, "Oh, he wants to genocide blacks or whatever." That's not that's not, that's not what's what happening. No. Here. It's it's mostly white countries. Yeah, you could say they're more susceptible and trusting and all that, but it's more than that. Like the propaganda yeah. was heavy, you know, the regulations, uh, the the rules and the restrictions were hard and fast. Yeah, and uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. But there is a, a small percentile of people that managed to dodge that bullet, mm -hmm. and so they need to be able to make up for that and have lots of children, which is uh, the plus side of this, I guess, the silver <laughs> lining. There's always a silver lining. Yeah, short term, short term here. It's gonna get, uh, it's gonna get bumpy, folks. The corresponding graph for each of the 19 countries has a similar pattern: peak uptake of COVID vaccines in spring of 2021, followed by precipitous birth rate declines beginning nine months later. All of the 19 countries studied saw accelerating declines of births in 2022, beginning at nine months after peak COVID vaccine uptake. Note the small p-values in the following table from the EU's side here. Uh, favoring temporal association of the two events. This, in turn, supports the Bradford Hill temporality, temporality criterion regarding causation of infertility rather than high coincidental cor correlation between peak vaccination in the spring of 2021 and sharply declining birth rates nine months later. And that, uh, maybe We've talked about Sweden before, the decline, and we've shown the graphs of this too, which is just insane, right? Will that recover? Is this going to come back? What's going on with this? Uh, and here's some of the other countries. You can you can pause and zoom in there if you want to look at the details of this. Uh, but yeah, if you want to read the full piece, uh, the defeat of COVID is the substack. Uh, the title is "Birth Rates Plunge in Heavily Vaccinated uh, Countries." Not good. Not good. It's uh, terrifying. It, who's going to be held accountable <laughs> for this? Right? Yeah. We got it. We got to have. We gotta have trials. We gotta have uh, uh, get the trebuchets ready, right? <clears throat> I mean, we've had populations ebb and flow before. I mean, after the Black Plague, right? We lost half our population in Europe, and then they bounced back, and it was uh, the Renaissance. But we didn't have sketchy substances in our veins, right? That could be interfering with our ability to procreate and have children. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see how many of these people actually can have kids is it a matter of that they can't have kids or they just don't want to have kids because there's all these multiple layers of propaganda you know yeah uh, in in the minds of europeans right now too so it's not all just the covid shop but but <laughs> i've heard yeah two different things one was more people were home more home which means they probably had more sex which means likelihood of more children is is you know part of it but then people said if at least there's people about planting and look at the countries here too right that's all the, the, the this is the the country's 
of the beginning of the idiocracy movie. You're like, oh, with this economy, we can't. No, no, no. We can't yeah. possibly have children. Right? Oh, we That's, need more money. We need this. Well, wait till this. Wait till we yeah. have that. Wait till we have that. Oh, it's know. a pandemic. We can't have any children. No, 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 no. So <laughs> and then is, too that, old. <laughs> is that a little bit part of it as well? Sure, absolutely. But no, I think it's a, a majority. I think it's the vax. It's the, it's the genocide yeah. clock shot. You know what I mean? Because we see even, even in circles where girls haven't taken the shot, <laughs> there's fertility yeah. issues. So I can't imagine... You know, in circles of women who have had the shot and are trying to get pregnant. Yeah. And as we know, like miscarriage rates are, are higher than ever right now, too. Yep. That's right. Um, so in honor of, uh, I mean, we're talking about births and all kinds of stuff here, right? Uh, in honor of Women's History Month. God, it's always something. Let's look at this post here from uh, Remnant Post. If anybody knows uh, Remnant Poster, uh, I'd like to have him on the show. Does anybody actually message with him, like, uh, in personally? Let me know. Haven't sent an email, redassaprotomel.com, uh, interesting guy. Post a lot of good stuff. Anyway, he said this. Here's an extremely well-written summary of the breakdown in sexual social norms and the historical relations between men and women. Again, it's another one of those weird websites. Weird, I don't know what it is. Is it a substack? Bright House, the fuck rate is about to implode, is the title. And Remnant Poster can have a, a, a teal deer, as I say, for us here. Civilizations was built with the labor of average men because social norms and incentives gave mid-men the opportunity to reproduce with halfway decent women. Now, mid-tier men are expected to settle for low-quality women or no women at all, and also settle for less in the way of career opportunities as well. Women of all tiers have been put in a position of bearing basically no real responsibility for anything. And those women age out of any hope of marriage or reproduction, immense human suffering and a straining of civilizational infrastructure will occur. Not exactly new tech, but it's very concisely and eloquently expressed by Bright Eyes in his article. I would add one more specific point that I see absolutely no one talking about. I, I think we've actually mentioned this once too. What is going to happen to all these liberated, childless women once they have fully aged out of any eligibility for marriage or child-rearing? They mm -hmm. will have no children to care for them. Their older family members will all be dead. Their friends will all be getting old, too. They will be childless at 40 with several decades of lonely life ahead of them. What are they going to do for those remaining 30 years? Who will take care of them? What kind of impact do we suppose that that will have on the already overburdened healthcare systems? I don't know how. Uh, don't know the precise answer. But it sure as hell won't be anything good. And we, remember, we played some clip of like, um, what was it again? The um, we played uh, it was this kind of a, as an example, I guess. But remember the I think that was Portuguese uh, uh, refugees uh, resettlement organization or something like that. This woman that just hugging this this uh, uh, refugee that just like a little know, brown teddy bear. Came, mm. Yes, exactly. I was going to say you're going to see even an increased activity of these women using refugees and migrants as a uh, as a replacement, I guess, for for children, right? I think we've already seen that, but I think that might actually kick into like high gear. Um, <sighs> this article, do you want to finish mm, this? No, no, I, I mean... just want to say, I just want to say at, at the end, as you said before, just like at the end of the day, this is a positive thing, but short term, it's going to have a lot of consequences, which, which we can't even accept. Our whole system have been built on this idea that we always have more people, right? That's part of the 
reason why at least officially the uh, the elites and the establishment have told us oh we have to have immigration you see because otherwise who's going to care for us when we're old we just know that of course it gets worse and worse right but with that it even exacerbates the problem but at least for some time we know the replacement is like i think higher on the agenda but at least mm-hmm. they've used that like well they cannot even more meat nor more bodies just bring them in and we'll continue this whole system of debt based uh, based currencies and economies and you know more meat and all of that's going to come crashing down at some point. Yeah. And this is, of course, also part of the reason for that. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. And one of the things he gets into, too, is that uh, what made Western civilization uh, exceptional is caring for the middle class. Right. Or what did he call them? The midmen, as he puts it, yeah, uh, because right. the two are intertwined. And, you know, there's been a war on middle class men, white middle class men. And as that happens more things deteriorate, they implode, they become more violent because it's not the elite men who are actually, you know, the building blocks of society. And it's not, you know, the, the super poor guys who maybe aren't as smart, right? Yeah. It's, it's the middle-class men that really are the backbone of our society and they are being attacked right now. And the more that they get attacked, these white working class men, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find that. Uh, see if we can find it later. Maybe, the, but the clip there of the Portuguese um, woman, you know, like, and it just it, because it's just like a, a perfect, ex- a visual example of 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 this uh, substitute, right? You, 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 this one too. We played this once in, I think, one of the members' uh, show. But let's. Uh, I think you'll see more of this. Basically, you have <clears throat> you older white women will have nothing to spend time on so they'll do things like this on TikTok. Check this out. Million, two million, three million in 18 months, 80 million more. Add that number up with the one I said before. You are now looking at a smart black boy. He's smart. Mama ain't raised no fool. Put him anywhere on God's green earth. He'll triple his worth, motherfucker. Oh my God. You know she doesn't have kids. Put something on it. Ugh. I sell ice in the winter. I sell <laughs> oh, God, I oh, so freak. I remember. <laughs> remember. I was just like, okay, this woman <laughs> is nuts. Yeah, there's a lot of women, and I had noticed that in living in California, too. Yeah. When they get older, and if they've been alone too long, uh, mm-hmm. they don't have a man. Uh, I'm not saying they have to be married, but like in a partnership at least you know have the love of your life they get weird they start losing (laughs) and i think the things are going to become more violent too if these white middle white middle class men things will get weirder too if they don't get wives they start also getting weird Mm -hmm. you know this is this is historically this is new to have like that age group of people as well like 30s and 40s and 50s like they're still single they're still on their own yeah. They don't have a mate. They don't have a family. They they just start getting weird, you know. Like I notice these old guys and no offense. I know there's some people yeah, that some didn't that find and yeah. There's some well, people that didn't not, find not the love on of everybody. No. But I'm just saying And I know there's some people generally. they haven't found the love of their life sure, and they're like totally cool and sane people. Or they want to but or they, they wanted to or they couldn't. Or there's always sure, there's always sure. that exception. But yeah. in these great numbers that you find more so on the left, like they get weird when they're single for a long time or just like playing the field, screwing around, they don't settle down, you know, they're easier to manipulate, they seem a little woohoo, you know. Yeah. Even some of these guys, like they've never found a woman and then 
they get set in their ways and they have these habits and they just can't break out of them and then they can't make room for a woman in their life because they're like this uh, this old man who's like stubborn and can't this give new in study, at all. You know? Oh, this guy. Oh, my that God. Liberal. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was a YouTube <laughs> Okay. That's no good. Yeah, I want, I, as you're talking about that, I just wanted to back that up and just remember all those articles that came out, why are liberal women so unhappy? Remember that? Mm. And it was like the... the was it the SSRIs, right? The happy pills uptake among uh, white um, getting older women was like, I mean, shockingly high. Like, what, why is no one talking about this? Obviously, yeah. this like there is an issue here. And as I say, whether we like to or not, I mean, ultimately, nature is in charge, and 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 you know that's that you know it's like the uh, <laughs> the referee, like you out of the gene pool. <laughs> you know, what I mean, that's kind of like what's happening, whether we want to or not. Uh, but but I think short term, yeah, it's going to be drastic uh, consequences because of this. a lot of mentally ill people who's going to you know, mention that having all that time over for like activism and like, you know, what I mean, like trying to take revenge on men or whatever it is. You know yeah. What I mean? and, and generally, I think men are more suited to live a life alone. Right. Oh, definitely, like there's yeah, been plenty yeah. of guys who didn't get married and, and whatever because they were in a dangerous job or something or they were out on the battlefield or their work took all their life. I understand there's those men that make that sacrifice and that's important and, and we need that. But a lot of these women, <laughs> they just they're you're not suited to live a life all on your own and you can't. You need men for like everything. A man can live without you. You can't live without a man. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one of the uh, of this headline here. Uh, over 50% of liberal white women under th- oh, it's under 30. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Under 30 have a mental health issue. <laughs> Whoops. Are we worried yet? Yeah. The more mm. liberal we get, the unhappier isn't we that, become. Isn't that interesting how that works, right? Yeah. So, so you're going to see more of this kind of activism. The 400 rescued people aboard the CI4 are still urgently waiting for a port of safety. Their physical condition is bad. I mean, people are exhausted, they're dehydrated, they're tired, they're seasick. But even worse is the psychological... Maybe they shouldn't be on a boat then, huh? Trying to get out. I don't give a shit if they're seasick. Of of course not. Go (laughs) home. Go home. Go home. We're full. Thank you. We're full. The people we have here are traumatized. I've seen many people cry. I've seen many people who... Tell us fake crocodile tears. And how many stories that we've seen these these girls in these refugee camps hugging these brown mm-hmm. teddy bears and then they end up getting sexually assaulted and yeah. raped. Yeah. Their stories and they're all horrible. And now people have land insights. And they believe us. every story they hear. They know that Sucker. Oh, of course, exactly. Oh yeah, you know, balls are very big. The oh, that well that means he has to have sex. As someone who's been <laughs> to Africa, <clears throat> the one thing they are really good at is hustling. Mm-hmm. They really know how to hustle and they will lie to get what they want. It's yeah. like these women just believe, oh, he told me this story and I was crying. It doesn't matter if it's total bullshit. No. Yeah, I can't find that clip now. It was a perfect one of like them sitting on the beach there and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get the point anyway. You, you get what I'm trying to convey here. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, and, and other thing of the, the women's thing, right, is the... the, the <laughs> The beauty filter the beauty intensifies. Filter thing, yeah. That, I that's, didn't know the they were this advanced. These beauty filters. I it's just, just TikTok, at, right? at first I thought it was like, oh, it's just them without makeup because makeup can do a lot to transform a woman if they're doing it right or mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, no, this is a, a filter, I guess. Check this out. I just woke up. This is not what I look like right now. This filter should be illegal. Here's the real me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's the new face filter raising eyebrows, literally, on TikTok. I'm going to take this off to show you what I actually look like. Trigger warning. 
It's called Bold Glamour Filter, and it turns anyone into a supermodel. Okay, this is my face. It has that tranny look, though. Also, yeah, the, the over, the fake look. Uh, you know, over uh, use of makeup. The fillers look. Yeah. Texture, pores. This, on the other hand, is witchcraft. <laughs> Women across the country are giving it a try. You need to see what I look like without this filter. Even Wait, I think she was like one that was Catherine cuter without it. Yeah, exactly. Michael can't believe their eyes. Ugh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a training yeah, right uh, there. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> it's fillers and lip injections Why the long and face? Botox. <laughs> The tranny eyebrows. Yep. Facial plastic surgeon Dr. Monica Q tried it out for herself. It makes the brows lifted, the cheeks more sculpted, the nose slightly more refined, and then the lips, it makes it a lot plumper and juicier looking. Here's what she looks like with Ooh. the filter. Now it's my so turn. Yep, good. look at this. Here I am it's a plastic surgery without look. the filter. Yep. Now let's try the bold glamour filter. Oh my goodness, that is very dramatic. Look at my eyes. Wow, this is very glamorous. I thought you're supposed to love who you are and accept no. who you are and all that it's, stuff. I just woke up. Sorry, <laughs> so these liberals it's always just, say. It, there's so many psyops that are and <clears throat> have been run on women. Like the, not not just this. This is just a t one additional drop in the ocean. But I'm saying there's so much of this, right? So some uh, women could be using this like all the time on their videos. Yeah, yeah. Or, or their uh, dating profiles. Reality, but, but or I'm whatever. saying you. you you know that there is a, a kind of like the think of the the mask, right? Like eventually people got nervous when they didn't have their mask. Remember that? Like they, they've now they felt more confident when they had masks. They covered up. They, that became. You know that that's part of this too. Uh, let's say they do. Oh, I'll just try it. I'll do a couple of videos, but then they don't want to show themselves without it. What's going to happen? That's, that's going to be inhibited in some way, and these women are. You know, I mean, they're, they're going to be socially stunted because they are just uh, accustomed to living in augmented, uh, in an augmented reality, essentially. And it is funny though how the more liberal we are, and it's supposed to be all this, you know, female acceptance and body positivity, people are getting more plastic surgery than of ever. Of course, yeah, ever. It's almost. I'm wondering if it has the opposite. Like the more they push, like the fat acceptance and. The more of this you get as a as a not a backlash to it maybe but you know what I'm saying like the, it's just like over overdrive on uh, the the yeah the makeup stuff and then everybody remember that the someone talked about the techniques now they're using uh, on these makeup channels and stuff that all of the women end up like looking drag like queens. drag queens right these technique that they use I used on to complain men, about that know? years ago I remember when I was modeling years ago I was like why because it was usually gay men doing makeup and it was always like. They're making me look like a tranny, but that was a tranny like <laughs> early 2000s, you know what I mean? Late 90s tranny. Now, yeah. now they're just like full it's on over the top demon. No, Before no, they used yeah. to like kind of want to blend in and look like a woman. Now yeah. it's just like this freakazoid monster it's, it's, beast. It's its own genre. And now women <laughs> are like, emulating that, you know what I mean? Because that becomes yeah. a norm. And it's, I mean, it just also proves you essentially can do anything. You can have, I said that before, well, at some point they'll just have, it's going to be fashionable to wear a dead chicken on your head. And it, all, not all of them, but like, 89% of them are going to do it. <laughs> just whatever it is. Of course. You want to be popular, don't you? So does this filter work for guys? We should download this filter and uh, see what it does. <laughs> so I think it's a tip. I, I assume, I don't even know, but I assume it's like TikTok, uh, like when you're recording the video or does it add, maybe it adds on it onto the video when you're processing <laughs> it later or something like that. But yeah, I mean, again, the point is, you're going to see more and more of this kind of stuff, right? The way I, I linked up an article the other day of like, let the AI gold rush. It's not just AI, this, but but this is part of it, right? 
let the AI gold rush begin. They're releasing the chat GPG for free and all these things. And as soon as you have things for free, you know it's like a, a there's a price at the end of that waiting. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's always a price to pay. And, and, and I said, let the, let the nightmare begin because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bunch of this new tech going to come in. And part of that's going to be augmented and virtual reality. Uh, and it's going to screw us up even more. Ted Kaczynski time, right? <laughs> it's like not, not blowing things up, but I'm saying like it's time for like understand that the, the overall philosophy was like t technology will like will destroy us if no, we don't and I bring to this say, in, you know. And everyone I know feels the same way too. Like if I'm on the computer for too long, working or researching or writing or just seeing what's going on, like it, it gets it gets to your head a little bit. Just being around, I think, just the technology, the Wi-Fi, looking at the screens. Uh, people's vision is deteriorating uh, earlier now because of yeah. looking at the screens and the damage that's doing. And I just feel like, oh, I just have to shake it off and go outside, not just because of news or social media or whatever, but I think just being on the computer all the time. So I couldn't imagine yeah. like being hooked up to that all the time. Can you imagine like a computer brain Ugh. interface trying oh to merge God. with like a, a Windows PC? Nightmare, <laughs> nightmare. It just makes me feel claustrophobic <laughs> and, and sick and yeah. just crazy, you know? No thanks. Nightmare's your review over on Odyssey says uh, there has been a massive multifactorial effort to make it very, very difficult for the uh, marriage and family formation for whites between uh, psyops like Me Too and online dating and destruction of our third, uh, third, oh yeah, of our third spaces. It's increasingly difficult to meet potential partners for marriage. Absolutely, and then it's like this weird other thing have happened. I guess that's what the article is talking about as well. Uh, that uh, and the online dating thing have re have released that beast, right? Well, all these women think they. This is generalities here, but like a, a two always deserve a ten. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it's there's no there's women going on like multiple dates per night now. Have you you've seen that? Mm -hmm. There's all these trends that happens. It's just like holy shit! Like this is just it, it's like Dunning Kruger it goes to people's heads. Yeah. They think I, I, I deserve all the you know. Yeah. It's like what is, and romantic movies, Hollywood, all that propaganda. And you gotta have the gotta have all these things. And instead of us like just. And it's not about like being unhappy either, but there's also this like at some point I think it, if you go way back, it was like and kind of an idea that like well you settle down and you, you have make a, a family. choice. There's someone you and like, you someone get get going. On. <laughs> and back then, before it was like you can go anywhere in the world within uh, 24 hours, it was like you did you you got with someone who's a local person for the most part. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now it's just I mean globalization and everything is up in the air and it's just it's just. I mean that's why I already know people mess. like in our big extended circle. There's lots of kids. People are already like, okay, this this kid's gonna marry this kid. This kid's gonna marry that family. This kid, you know, maybe it's gotta I, go back I to that on some it. level. At, you know, at some point, yeah. I mean, at some point, it, if it's if it gets urgent enough, yeah, definitely the people will, will I think start going back to to traditional ways of doing things. Yeah. To be honest, uh, even if it's not ideal, it's certainly better than uh, not having a civilization at all. You know. All right. Uh, anyway, I want to play. We, we talked about the COVID stuff a little bit uh, on the front of uh, diseases. Remember the SARS back in 2003 when they wheeled that out? Oh, yeah. It was a Netflix documentary where they p apparently dropped a bunch of like, you know, the same old uh, uh, numerology propaganda and stuff like that. Uh, the text to this was uh, SARS outbreak was in Hong Kong. It happened there in a hotel room of all, places, of all rooms. It was room 911. It was on the ninth floor. 
uh, this air. I watched some Netflix propaganda last night that was filled with Masonic symbolism. Explain, explained, that's the title of it, was a Netflix original three season 22 episode. 322, Scott and Bowles. The next pandemic was released on the uh, 311th day of the year right before COVID hit. Uh, anyway, they go through a bunch of stuff. But, but check out the, the how they break down the spreading of SARS, how that happened. February 21st, one man arrived. He was already feeling sick. That's very low. Let me turn that up a little bit. You guys can hear that. Let's go back. Listen to this. Here. February 21st, one man arrived. He was already feeling sick. He checked into the Metropole Hotel and headed up to his room on the ninth floor. There, he threw up or coughed, spewing droplets all over the elevator and hallway. That's how he infected 16 people who would spread the disease around the world. <clears throat> What's the odds, right? <clears throat> Nine, 911, of course. You know how easy it would be for them to like have someone that actually goes on and like spreads spreads this uh, in intentionally, right? Someone who's a patient zero. Maybe they didn't have the cure or something. Uh, in Russia, by the way, a COVID vaccine uh, creator was found strangled to death in his apartment. <clears throat> Coincidence? It could be. It wasn't, you know, yeah. eh. a Russian vi virologist who helped to develop the country's COVID vaccine. Maybe has it was been, a dangerous uh, anti-vaxxer. Could be. Could have uh, been found dead after an altercation with an intruder in his Moscow apartment, according to reports uh, in local media. Andrei Botikov one of the one of 18 scientists who developed the Sputnik V vaccine at the blah 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 center uh, was identified as the man who had been discovered strangled in his Rogova street home on March 2nd. Uh, citing official sources, he previously reported that he had survived the attack. <laughs> he did survive. It's fine. No, he's dead. Okay. Uh, look, I don't mean I don't know if that means anything at all. Uh, but here's a different one. I think this is this the Arctic tundra. Maybe this is Russia area too. Here we go. This is, <clears throat> this is the next level stuff here. Zombie virus that spent 48,500 years frozen is finally revived. Finally, right? Finally, we get to have a zombie movie in real life. That's right. I, I can't stand. Why do people love all that zombie crap? I just don't get it. It's, uh, no thanks. It's retroactive. It's boring uh, to me. Infliction of something that's to come. Is that the right term? No. <laughs> just, people are obsessed with it. Like how many zombie shows can you watch? I don't know, it's pretty gay. Um, the Arctic's permafrost, a frozen layer of soil. This could be like also, you know, the global warming propaganda. But uh, it's melting due to rising temperatures, potentially awakening viruses dormant for millennia. Experts caution that the threat, although minimal, is being underestimated. Thought, uh, can you imagine also that when they actually do release something lab-made and they say, oh, well, it's because of the thawing of the Arctic ice. Yes. And it's global warming, so we had this coming. You see how the, see how Climate this, change. the story writes itself here? Experts caution that the threat, although minimal, is being underestimated. Thawing could also release hazardous waste from the Cold War era, damaging ecosystems and endangering wildlife. According to climate scientist Kimberly Minner, or Miner, from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory at the California Institute of Technology, the permafrost situation is worrisome. It highlights the need to keep the frozen layers intact as much as possible. So we have to suck all the carbon out of the atmosphere in order to uh, not uh, descend into a zombie apocalypse. Got it. Uh, something I totally, uh, totally buy here, to be honest. <laughs> all right. Now, for something a little different here. The 15-minute uh, city, China, has a little bit of a sample for you of how that actually is going to look. Check it out. It's beautiful. There's a checkpoint. <laughs> Henrik, as you said, like, we already have this in Europe. 
and it's beautiful and no, it's cozy well, and not, it's vibing. Well, and it's not, warm. Not no, this. not like this, but I mean the 15 <laughs> minute city where it's just like you can walk anywhere and go, you know, get your uh, go to the bakery and get this and get that, get oh, your sure. coffee. But what like, they're talking you know, about is something that's what co- I mean. completely, oh, like, completely different, different uh, yeah. from their like cozy walkable european village yeah i'm all in favor of that that's cool i hate all this urban sprawl crap but this is not a good alternative checkpoints zones sectors it will all be divided up and you won't be able to get yeah you won't be able to get anywhere without like a face scan and that's what he's showing in the clip here right (laughs) ron you're 10 seconds late Beautiful. No Nazis beyond this checkpoint. And he gives mm. a thumbs up there at the end. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's her future right there. Unless we stop these people, of course. <laughs> Holy shit. God, what a nightmare. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they, they try to pretend this is like, oh, some new exciting thing, the 15-minute uh, city, right? And yeah, you know, it's like they're trying to market it with this name. Oh yeah, and stuff. It's, it's, this is cool. You can just you can walk ever anywhere. You know, congestion charge uh, charges for your vehicles. You won't be able to go anywhere. In effect. All right, you want to do a little bit of this? Uh, segment oh yeah, here? we got some uh, anti-white clips for you. Yep. Man, there's tons of these online. Never it's stops. Openly hating white people. You know, she you looks a little it? mulatto herself, though. Mm-hmm. She has some Euro admixture. They're usually the worst, huh? Racial consciousness link is uh. up here. Let's uh, just check this one out. I think it's from Lib- yeah, from Libs of TikTok originally. I'm feeling spicy, so here's my hot take of the day: All white people are racist. Every single Ooh, last one of them that all that them are racist. That's new. And That's I a hot that new take, like, folks. Every single individual white person, if I talk to you, you would have some kind of racist ideology. I'm saying that as a white person, you uphold a system of racism by literally just being white. I've I never heard this before. If you're not spending your oh my God, mind blown. life dismantling racism, oh. then you're contributing to its continuation. And people get so like, <gasps> whenever like I say like people are racist, like why is it such? Not really. <laughs> no, but you're making a bunch of racists now, you know, these That's kinds of clips. <laughs> A big Doing your part. Like, yeah. Yep, she's waking in the uh, the bear. Yes, you're racist. Like, okay, we've established that. Now, what are you going to do to change it? Nothing at all. I'm not going to police you. You're not going to tell me how high I should jump. You got nothing on us. Nothing. And we'll uh, show you actually a little poll here later that uh, shows it's going in the right direction. And we have to thank people like this who essentially have been doing the job for us. Uh, they're actually, we call them the, uh, the awakers of white identity. It's, uh, it's happening, folks. Racism refers to power and race. If you are the powerful race in a society, then you're fucking racist. Like, I just don't understand why it's so taboo. It's not taboo, lady. Everybody's talking about it. She thinks she's, like, edgy and saying something new and different that no one's ever heard before. Like, we literally hear about this on MSNBC every fucking morning. And then it's, like, if she has, if she's a little bit of white, she's almost even more vehement about her anti-white hatred, I've noticed. So that's mm-hmm. that's usually what happens. Yeah. People won't just fucking acknowledge it in the first place. I'm feeling sick. Nope. Anyway. So How about you decolonize your life right. and everything all these evil racist white people have made? The car, the hair color, the camera, mm-hmm. the electricity. Come on, get back to your roots. That's right. She. She. <clears throat> we saw this uh, this goodie, too. Did you see uh, yeah, this and one I, here? Yeah, and I lived in L.A. This is this is funny. White drivers are polluting the air breathed by L.A.'s people of color. And then uh, after they started getting lots of, lots of, hey, wait a minute, this sounds a bit racist and hateful towards white people. No, no, no. They meant 
the highways that are going through low-income neighborhoods are mm-hmm. tearing non-whites apart. Yeah, nice try, anti-whites. You said white drivers are polluting the air breathed by L.A.'s people of color. By the way, whites are a minority in L.A., mm-hmm. and there's lots of poor and middle-class white people that are living there, too, and they have to go to work somehow to pay the bills for all these gibs, right? And as someone who used to live in L.A., I know everybody drives in L.A., Yes, even people of color, Asian, they don't do it very well, but they, <laughs> they try. Driving while Asian, I think is the term. You need a yeah. car in LA to get anywhere because it's sprawl. sprawl. The entire city is basically a ghetto now. Uh, everywhere you live is a freeway. <laughs> so it's, like, it's our fault that more freeways have to be put in now for this nonstop flow of useless eaters that are coming into the state from every foreign nation on the planet. The city has freeways everywhere. Everyone lives near one because it's just tons of people. So I guess the solution here then is to not build any roads or infrastructures because it affects the air breathed by uh, people of color. So then we're back to the very fundamental point here then about maybe then what we need is not more people. Maybe we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have more expansion we shouldn't have more immigrants we shouldn't even have more uh well you know but at least at least momentarily then more births right the the problem is you you get this that when the decline is too fast and it's shockingly fast and we just descend off the cliff that yeah you have repercussions which you can't even imagine right now with like you know jobs are not fulfilled uh you know uh you know, there's just less people to, to consume stuff, which means less, you know, businesses can you know, survive, all these the consequences of it. But eventually will level out and plateau, and it could actually be a beneficial thing. Yes. But anyway, so of course, this was uh, <clears throat> this was written by Sammy Roth. Oh, you don't say. Uh, energy and environmental reporter mm. at the LA Times. How many rich Jews are driving around L.A. in their luxury vehicles, uh, polluting the air? There's quite a few, I dare say. There's uh, one uh, without quite a few, Roth. the mask here. <laughs> Can you imagine that mask, what it what it smells like, that mask right there? Oh, man. Ooh, <laughs> A whole lot of matzo Another balls Roth in there. telling us that uh, white people is the problem. How about that? Every single time, folks. <laughs> and then we had a... <laughs> Okay. Well, the the next story, the yeah. rich and famous Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. ungrateful brat. He's rich. He has everything courtesy of the white people who adopted him because where were your parents? They didn't want you or something happened. And so then he has to attack them for saying, well, there were some problematic things in my upbringing and they perpetuated racism. I was trying to find what this horrible racism was. And his mom just didn't want him to have a certain hairstyle because she thought it made him look like a thug, namely cornrows. That's that's her big crime, her so racist the, crime the, that damaged eh? him forever. So now he's like, that's why he's got to represent and have the cornrows and just, ugh, because uh, of his racist white mother. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, imagine being that woman. How does she, how would she feel? Well, moral of the story is don't adopt them. Stop trying to help them. I think or we uh, can listen to uh, someone like uh, Scott Adams. <laughs> oh, yes. oh it not, didn't come in. Oh, it didn't come in. Let me see where that is. <laughs> it's Man. true. It's just like it's, it's never. It's days. never ever good enough, though. Was that? It's never good enough. No. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how rich and famous it's and influential. Clogged up. They're gonna find some little tiny imagined oh, racism somewhere in their life and talk about it. And, Whoa, is me? Oh. Yep. 
She didn't like this hairstyle. Let's listen to here, here, here we go. Finally get it to work. The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. All right. Anyway, should we play the clip there with uh, Kaepernick? Here we go. His journey embracing his blackness, despite resistance from many, including his white adoptive parents. I know my parents love me, but there were still very problematic but... things that I went through. I think it was important to show that, no, this can happen in your own home. And how we move forward collectively while addressing the racism that is being perpetuated. We have to, Lana, we have to move forward. I'm going to decide. We have to, this has to change over here. And so we have to collectively move forward. And, and I'm going to be the judge at what uh, what you whites need to do. We're a collectively moving again. forward and just getting the fuck away from we're, here. We're, we're done, okay? That's, that's <laughs> we're just, we're not that doing anything. That is the only collective <laughs> that's, that's going to happen forward. here. Yep. He took cues from his icon, basketball star Allen Iverson, who he said wore his blackness Iverson. like a suit of armor. Iversen. <laughs> ja, här är vi eh, amerikansk eh, <laughs> spelare Iversen. And teenage cap. <laughs> He looks like an Iversen. Huh? wanted cornrows to match. He's this is the worst thing. Oh, oh no, my God. My sh- life is Why don't ruined. you outlaw? I want to eliminate white people. Like the, I talked about in uh, West, seed Western Warrior. Remember that representative, the, well, she's indigenous, but she's married to a black guy who wants to ban white people from being able to adopt non-whites, namely mm-hmm. uh, American Indian children. I was like, yes, I support that. Yeah. How about we go through and have a ban, make it illegal for white people to adopt blacks? I can get behind that. Yeah, maybe Colin can get behind that too. Well, if it's so damaging, every, think, every country. In the yeah, world. You th- maybe the, maybe we can get them to pass some law or something. And because uh, ultimately they just see this as expressions of white supremacy, which is not. But again, it's for agreeing with liberals for the wrong reasons yeah. and anti-whites, I guess. For you know, like yes, even you know, I've referenced many times, like Bernie Sanders, like we have to have people that look like you to police your neighborhoods. Yeah, that's called like an ethno state, <laughs> just for your people. And we used to have them. It was. No, it wasn't perfect, but it was heck of a lot better than it is now. You know what I mean? Back to the clip here. Oh, your hair's not professional. Oh, you look like a little thug. Your mom said that to you. (gasps) And those become spaces where it's like, okay, how do I navigate this situation now? But it also is informed why I have... How dare my parents tell me something? I have a preference. My hair long today. The grown-up version of eve wanted to go back in time and give young colin so basically you're just saying you're just having a fit against your parents because you couldn't have something when you were five that's your that's your root of your identity and your focus now i'm sure she would have said that if you wanted some punk mohawk too oh like makes you look like a punk Mm -hmm. right like everything for them is through this lens of like they're oppressing me because i'm black never mind that they adopted me yep and raised me and took care of me and gave me everything. Doesn't matter, oh, it makes it worse, in fact. She complained about my hair and told me a thug. A lot of hugs. And I was really moved and saddened by the level of kind of self-awareness that he had to develop at a very young age without a lot of guidance. The former NFL quarterback who once led the 49ers to the Super Bowl was known in high school for his baseball. The pitcher even had major league interest, but he bucked public pressure and followed his heart Amazing. to the gridiron. There were a lot more black people in football. That I was like, I found some community here. Do you still want to play football professionally? Oh, but we can't find white no. community, huh? Absolutely. No. I woke up this morning before our events, trained. All right, I think yeah, see, he w- <clears throat> his 
this whole big thing there too is like, oh, my mom wanted me to do this sport and I had to do, and I wanted to do that sport. I'm serious. That's, (laughs) she pushed me to do football, but I really wanted to do baseball. Like this is, it's kind of like the only, it's it's the only thing they can do, he can do (gasps) to like be back in the news in a way, you know what I mean? And and it's the same thing with, uh, what's the news car guy? What was his name again? Same thing there, I remember. It's always like, here's, I have another racist story, media. Can you listen to me now? And then, oh my God, what happened? You couldn't have what, what, what hairstyles you want? And, and you know, it was something like, no, we do, we just want to make you kind of fit in and not be picked up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, it was like an overprotective, the white mo- mom there who's like, you know, trying to help out. And then it's like, no. And I grew up hating white people <laughs> and resenting white society and everything the West stands for, right? And back then, cornrows was associated with, like, even in black culture, like, gangster, thug life, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Like, even conservative black parents probably wouldn't want their kids to have that, you know? Yeah. But now it's all just thug culture. That's what we live in. It's thug culture. It's everywhere. It's all celebrated. Being, uh, all being celebrated. Exactly. All right. We, uh, got another good one, one for here. you. This is Pennsylvania. So there was some graffiti threatening. Uh, this was in a high school. Graffiti th- threatening a Pennsylvania high school to hire more black teachers or five white ones will die. It was found in the bathroom. Parents were alarmed to claim they were not told about the vandalism. It said, the vandalism said, if you scroll down, y'all better start hiring some more black teachers or five white ones will die. The <laughs> message was on the wall of the girls' bathroom at Upper Darby High School. Police were told that the message was, in fact, real and determined it was likely written by a developmentally challenged 19-year-old student, black, so uh, IQ 65. But isn't that common these days, though? (laughs) Isn't it? Parents are claiming they were not alerted to the threatening message until days after the police were notified, sparking outrage. Because we know anytime there's little tiny things scribbled that maybe even look like a noose, it was like... Call in the FBI and the national news crews. We might have a racist hate crime here, right? But in this case, no. Police said they they always investigate. We investigate these things, but we don't put out a communication every single time unless we know for sure that w- what we have in front of us uh, is a some uh, you know white pro white message, right? Then they're going to put that out, right? So in other words, if it's anti white, it's all right. McGarry argued that the message did not appear to be legit- a legitimate threat upon its discovery. But if school but officials... But the crooked swastika out of someone... If it was a direct threat, they <laughs> would have published, oh God, published a public... Hello, That's ADL. what I mean. This isn't a threat, okay? Yeah. Five white ones will die, but some, yeah, tiny little scribbled thing that yeah. someone says is like some anti-black thing mm-hmm. they found behind the toilets. Like, everyone <laughs> is notified, FBI, news crews... So the girl who allegedly graffitied the message cannot be charged due to her mental capacity, but she knew how to do that. She knew how to say that. She was getting that from somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So you're telling me retards reiterate, reiterate these messages? <laughs> the message had already been cleaned I mean, out that, by that the I'm time. That I'm not surprised by. Anyway, go on. <laughs> the message had already been cleared, cleaned out by the time police responded to the school officials. Said. So it was, you know, blacks in charge. They're like covering up for this uh, black 19-year-old in a high school. <laughs> Let's not oh, do man. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a low IQ. <laughs> what a story. It's so man. selective. I mean, in terms of like what is considered a threat or whatnot. But it, my point stands that as soon as there's like a some some crooked, weird, broken 
uh, you know, swastika type shape. It's just like, oh my God, call the authorities, you know, call everybody, raise more money for the SPLC and the ADL. Hurry, quick, a hate crime. Uh, but in this case, nah, it's fine. No, it mentally right. challenged, but, you know, she probably has the same IQ as every other in that school. <laughs> Although, again, as I said, I'm not surprised. That's, you'd think, you know that the, the there's so much anti-white programming now that these are some of the first things that would come out. To send, you know what I mean? Like, the, it's, it's so, thick. yeah, it's so pervasive and ubiquitous. Uh, the anti-white environment that these other kinds of things like oh you want to do you know you want to do something good well shit on white people today or you know whatever uh, that's usually what it is right uh, a couple here I missed from uh, here's one from Michael fifty seven de I think this might have been the video we watched of the anti-white uh, girl there potentially but uh, looks like the cheese slid right out of her cracker <laughs> maybe next time uh, says so it's okay to eat bat soup again now. Uh, I think so. I don't think I haven't seen any warnings about that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, remember that for a time? They actually tried to pull that on us, right? It's a pangolin. It's, oh, look at that. They're eating bats. Not that that's a thing, but it's kind of interesting how they, when you think back to the bat soup stuff, how like, oh, it's their weird cultural norms. That's the reason. Oh, and all these racists were picking up on this. And look at, they were criticizing Asian culture. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's funny. But yes, mm-hmm. I would assume it's it's okay to eat bat soup again. Uh, Ryan Triple G says, uh, blacks in the USA have number one per capita income worldwide. They have number one lifespan worldwide. And they have, have the highest educational levels worldwide. This is them at their best. Yikes. That's depressing. We're, <coughs> we're still to blame. We're <laughs> yeah, still to blame. Of course, it's that is, that is that's something. Uh, uh, thank you, Ryan. Uh, Wasp TV. That's a good name there. Backwards swastika inevitable. There you go. <laughs> uh, Archie says a few weeks ago, ex uh, Congressman Steve King of Iowa tweeted a 140 word statement made in 1997 by Joe Sobron about envy the backlash is calling king a disgusting white supremacist let me copy that link over yes i met him at uh, at amron i li- i like him uh, a lot and he's he's very um but man it was some i, I don't know how to say this in a nice way i'm glad he's there i'm glad he's glad he's doing what he's doing uh, but he can definitely go uh, a little bit harder. <laughs> sorry, let me put it that way. But as nice as I can say it, I like it genuinely. I think it, I think he's honest. He's like he he truly believes in uh, you know some of the the ideas that he have of how to you know improve society and Western civilization and all these things. I, th- I think he's hundred percent genuine. So I'm not I'm not trying to you know come down on him at all. Uh, but anyway, let me see if I can pull up. Let me go over here for a second. Let me see if I can pull up that link real quick. Okay, while well, you do that, Robothing says yes. Happy Friday. And thank you. And pseudonym says, Colin Crappen, bitch, is the perfect example of black fragility. These blacks are perpetual children. They act out against what they perceive as their parental figures, white people. I'm tired of taking care of them financially and emotionally. Yes. Amen. Yeah, I mean, eventually uh, people will be fed up, kind of like Scott Adams, right? He was just like, all right, I've had enough. I mean, he might have backtracked, but I think that genuine expression is like, the more white uh, Americans try to try to help and do something and be good people, and you know, eventually they're just gonna oh, throw up their hands in the air. I just fuck it, there. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's actually kind of what's beginning to happen. Here's here's the uh, tweet here then from Steve King. Uh, Why the pillars of American exceptionalism are under attack? The late Joe Sobron wrote in 1997. 
The concept of envy, the hatred of the superior, has dropped out of our moral vocabulary. The idea that white Christian civilization is hated more for its virtues than its sins doesn't occur to us because it's not a nice idea. Western man towers over the rest of the world in ways so large as to be almost inexpressible. It's Western exploration, science, and conquest that are reveal, uh, yeah, reveal the world to itself. That's right, I remember that line. I think you mentioned that in the Amherst speech. Other races feel like subjects of Western power long after colonialism, imperialism, and slavery have disappeared. The charge of racism puzzles whites who feel not hostility, but only baffled good, um, but only baffled goodwill because they don't grasp what it really means: humiliation. The white man presents an image of superiority even when he isn't conscious of it. Superiority excites envy. Destroying white civilization is the inmost desire of the league of designated victims we call minorities. Unquote. I think that's uh, largely uh, a true statement. Uh, all right. Thank you for that link, by the way. I appreciate that. I have one more here. Sure. Uh, Japanese scientists, thank you, Lycan Warrior. Japanese scientists create mice from two fathers. Now men don't need women at all. Lol, just yep. kidding. I'm sure this won't cause societal issues in the future. I pull it up and it's like researchers have made eggs from the cells of male mice and showed that once fertilized and implanted into female mice, right. the eggs can develop into seemingly healthy, fertile offspring. Well, it's not from two dads. You just like shove some cells in there, but it's still a woman. Or not a woman, but a female. Yeah, they want it to be a woman, right? So they say proof of con proof of concept mouse experiment will have a long road before use in humans is possible. Like this is the most important issue. Yeah, how two dads can make a baby. Yes, this is no, the, the number artificial one. Womb? Uh, yeah. Yes, this is the the number. And, and again, I think think uh, that didn't open. Hang on here. I want to show two more. Oh, here there. Here's two more headlines in this vein, right? Of what they're doing and working on right now. What the hell's going on here? Um, seven months ago, scientists create world's first synthetic embryos. And back from 2009, UK scientists uh, first to create sperm in laboratory. Like, these are the things that they want to do eventually. And I think sometimes I, I get this feeling, maybe it's not intentional, but looking around, I, it's hard to come to the conclusions. But they want to make the creation of human life as like some kind of government contract outsourced so to some biomedical corporation essentially have artificial right? eggs and sperm and and wounds. yeah and <laughs> then they'll do they'll do slight genetic augmentation or or changes you know crispr and other things and then it will be considered a patentable uh, or organism essentially and and voila there we go you know thx1138 here we come uh this We're is this is the goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly yes definitely well, it never works out. I think they it can tinker does. around, but you're you you're not the force of nature. You're not a god. No, you can't do it. No, God, it's just messed up. Like that's yep. what they're spending their time on. How about solving infertility issues? Well, this in is men and women. that is what this no, is it's part not. They of. never I mean, they never ever look at diet and things like that. Right, supplements and like no, how could create fake sperm and simulate a, a yeah. fake uh, you know ovary and womb? It's just messed up. Well, this way we can take the covid shot and still make uh, new humans <laughs> you know, i mean that's that's what's so perfect about this they just hate the family <clears throat> unit they hate it yes they, they do despise biological sexes and just the all the workings of nature these people are anti-nature yeah that's right they hate it 
Uh, I got two more here. Uh, one from Western Collapse Report says uh, the West created all of civilization. Now it's collapsing around us. I don't think there's any stopping this. All you can do is survive and rebuild. That's right. It's a bigger cycle too. I mean, these things come and go. It happens uh, cyclically, even no matter how we how much we try to resist it. I think we have to um, uh, ride the tiger, surf the va wave, enjoy it as it goes down, and be thankful that you're a part of a time uh, when we're going to be able to kind of lay the new foundations for something even better this time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I feel. Uh, Wasp TV says went to our GOP reorganization meeting. No one from my district showed up, so I appointed myself president and executive committee man. There you go. It was wide nice. open. So show up to meetings, influence the GOP for white well-being. Adam, I'm yeah. nothing against totally that. Absolutely. That, yeah. um, this is why, you know, ultimately, I think down the ro road, like walk away-ism is... is <laughs> It's going to be the thing. Like it, it's going to crash. It's going to crumble. However, I, we play that clip with that insane Georgia little dweeb that went after Trump. Remember, was that Flashback Friday show? She mm -hmm. she went after Trump because she like felt like just sticking it to him, kind of like. I mean, I'm looking at that. You realize that all these diversity hires and like putting whether it's younger people or women or Pac or whatever it is like in place. The more they do that, the more insane these institutions will become, and they will begin like you know systemically, institutionally targeting white people, which means it's going to get worse for us. But then at the same time, when they do that, it also means in the long run those institutions and the organizations are just not going to survive because they're mm -hmm. based on uh, resentment. They're they're based on correcting a perceived injustice. In other words, they're built on on like antagonism. They're built on on tearing things down, not building it up. Hence, they won't survive long term, right? So, at the end of the day, I think like us getting back to basics, uh, you know, a revolt against the modern world is just like going down to uh, the nuts and bolts of things and actually getting back uh, in touch with uh, nature and how to farm and be self sufficient and hunt and all these things. That that's where it's going to be at. Uh, but short term, yes, I think you're right, Wasp TV. If you want to kind of delay that and buy us a little bit more time, show up to these meetings, try to influence. If it, help, it can help to awaken people, you can have one foot in each world, right? You can still have it in normie uh, mainstream world and try to do things that are good in that while you're like also trying to become more self-sufficient, uh, sure. build community, build networks and these kinds of things. Become a leader, stand up for yourself, take responsibility, become better. There's so many things, you know, we, we should do at this point, right? That's right. Okay. Did you have one more there? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm caught up here. Okay. Yeah. All right. We should end on the Viking thing. Yeah. Is that... Uh, yeah, we have some... Uh, what, what time are we here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should definitely do that. We're, we're over time. Let's do that. Let's skip forward here then. Because that's a good, uh, good story. Yeah, it's a good positive one here at the end. Uh, not that one. Do you want to introduce Yeah, sure. Let one? me find this. This sure. is a... Uh, Centuries-old gold disc found in Denmarkshire's earliest mention of Odin. So this was before the Vindelev Hordes discovery. The oldest mention of Odin was a brooch found in southern Germany from the latter half of the 6th century. We'll show you could play a little video as I'm talking about this. It's in the other news clip. You can see it. Okay. But All right. A centuries-old gold disc found in Denmark has revealed the earliest mention of the Norse god Odin. Hail Odin. At least 150 hey, years Odin. earlier <laughs> than any previous inscription, the disc known as uh, Brock Tate was unearthed in a treasure trove in central Denmark in 2020 alongside Roman coins that had been 
reworked so into jewelry. Fairly recently, it then. was displayed in a public museum near the <clears throat> Discovery site. Odin is one of the primary gods of Norse mythology, a pre-Christian pagan belief system central to Viking society. Yes, he is part of our psyche. Odin is part of our ancestral psyche, uh, not just in Scandinavia, but, you know, Germany and, and, and other places, even France. All over Northern Europe. All over Northern Europe. Yep. Uh, this is the smoking gun, they say, for Odin's presence in Scandinavia as early as the 5th century, Simon Nygaard, an assistant professor, said. Uh, Christian Nordic religion, I said, and that's a specialty, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Nygaard, who was consulted about the interpretation of the inscription, added that the finding was there was a runic inscription mm-hmm. that included Odin's name, and it was uh, Shitty spectacular. Yeah, Shit, why is it loading bad? Okay, I gotta check the The disc uh, featured an inscription that said, he is Odin's man. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. And this can tell us something about the relationship people had with their gods and possibly even how divine rulership was organized in Scandinavia at this time. uh, And there are swastikas. Yes, I'll get to that. Although it was known that Odin existed as a concept or deity for centuries before this uh, Brachtiet was found, uh, the carver knew exactly how to shape the runes to make them perfect, simply perfect. He said they're exquisite. Uh, it also displays a swastika, an ancient symbol used throughout the Iron Age. We find this also, by the way, all over, you know, Slav countries as well. It's a yep. reference to the sun. You have the Kolovrat symbol. And then they say, later co-opted by German. <laughs> so you have to sneak that in there. Well, regard it. Look, if it's a it's a Northern European symbol, it's our symbol. We can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah, it's ours. Shut up. It's found Fuck everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, ancient. It's yeah. old. It's you know life. It's the sun. It's 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 a good symbol, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, cool. this is pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. And they, what I say, some traditions place him as father or ruler of the gods. Yes, and you have uh, who do you have? Is it Perun on the like the Slavic side? He's mm-hmm. kind of like the Odin. Um, the Prose Eda, one of the main sources of Norse mythology, refers to Odin as the All-Father, right? Odin is the highest and eldest of the Aesir, the primary group of Norse gods. He rules all things, and mighty are all other gods. Uh, mighty as are the other gods. They all serve him as children, obey as father, it says, that, that on the Edas. It was based on Old Norse tradition, was written in the 13th century. You guys know this stuff. Odin's sons included Thor, the god of thunder, the inspiration for... <laughs> Let's look at this Marvel's comic oh, book series. Fa- is that the New York Post? Ah, oh, no, this was in the NBC. Piece. Okay, they like, al- yeah. they always do that, right? Yes, let's have uh, what's the Jewish guy's name there again? Oh gosh, um, it's so annoying. And then they have a black I don't Thor in that. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's the ref. See why they do this stuff? Scandinavia. It's to literally was, take oh, us yeah. away from our. Oh, yeah. the, oh, you're talking about take that you away stuff? From oh, the Thor, oh, well, right? that's uh, Marvel's. That's uh, uh, fuck is his name again? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. Anyway, this yeah. uh, guy as Scandinavia is predominantly an area where the, they relied on oral tradition, and they did in this time. They weren't writing everything down, right? So it was not a very literate society. Well, yeah, actually, we, it was. It I mean, was, in terms of like you, you have, you have, you. I've said this many times, but you had, you had birch, uh, you know, bark, birknaver, we call it, uh, which was a common parchment. It was like a, a an early form of papyrus, essentially, and they did write things, mm-hmm. and they had runes, and they have all these things yeah. for many, many years. However. It was considered that the the word stays alive in the minds of men, not at on dusty bookshelves, right? It was it was just like a different. It was considered that the writing it and put still putting it away, you know what I mean? Is is mm-hmm. a almost that, forgetting that, about that, it or something that could be destroyed. That didn't in their mind. ensure its continuation and survival, right? 
later that's on true, we clearly. realized <laughs> exactly right we didn't consider that to be part of it that's why that's also why I hate this thing. But every time you know, what do the sources say? What the source? Plenty and the, of cultures have pl- oral, just oral course. traditions. Absolutely. Plenty of ancient, you know, pre whatever Christian. Yeah. So, th- so th- let me just interject this real quick. This is done earlier, obviously, than the uh, uh, kind of Buddha esque statue yes. with the swastika as that was found in the Osbury uh, ship in Norway, Vestfold. Uh, dating to 834. What was the date on the other one? Did they say? Did they have an approximate? <gasps> When that was? See, I'll have to look again. Exact date. So it's also this idea that there's like expeditions to these parts. Well, you actually you can get down into details about this and saying the Buddha, the concept of the Buddha was like an Indo-Aryan, Indo-European kind of concept anyway. Uh, a lot of the traditions, a lot of the architecture you find in the Far East have uh, tremendous amounts of overlaps with what we see in the North uh, and Germanic culture anyway. But uh, it also means that it points to like how the early trade routes of these people as well, right? The uh, uh, the exploration that they were capable and able to do, uh, setting up trade routes, going as far as Iran, uh, going as far as potentially China, even Japan has been speculated. These are a little harder uh, to confirm, but there's some that even say, claim that uh, the Vikings went to not only, of course, to America, as we know, but even to Northern Africa and places like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they picked up a lot of stuff on oh, the way, and this this could be one of the reasons why you see kind of a Buddha-esque statue found on, on one of the Viking ships. Yeah, there. absolutely. Uh, but anyway, more... <clears throat> and so then, of course, you know, Odin was known as Woden to the Saxons, right? And then Woden, uh, I couldn't say that, in Old Dutch, right? So this mm-hmm. is a, an older deity that's been around in the minds of Europeans for a long time. So it's not uh, LARPing, and it's not cringe to say... Hey, Loden. <laughs> this is ours. This is ours. 100% ours. It's only us. It comes from us. It's part of us. Uh, this is what our ancestors believed for thousands of years. And if you uh, uh, turn against that, you have no veneration for ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to believe it, but I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying Honor respect, it. That, respect it, it. that it's ours. You yeah, know what I mean? And you don't, So anyway. And that disc yeah. is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, I got to look into that more. So this is from yeah, this is a recent article on that. Okay, the fifth century. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Beautiful. The um, you have a lot of overlap here on the style as well. It kind of reminds me of kind of a uh, gothic, like you know, uh, gothic style as well. And you found that later on down in the. Uh, east and the west, of course, Visigoths, Ostrogoths, and stuff like that. But one of the reasons why you get so much gold up to Sweden and the Gothic portions of Sweden around five, six hundred, something like that, which is, of course, you know, before official Viking period, uh, is of course that the Gothic people still had a connectivity with their old homeland, and you actually had gold still actually like pouring back to the old homeland. You even have—I I took a photo once of the runestone with that, which has a kind of a t- like a temple depicted on one of the runestones. Um, I forget the name of it now. I have to pull it up again, exact name of the stone. But some people speculate that that is actually uh, Theodoric's mausoleum that's depicted on the runestone, mm. which actually demonstrates that you, again, had connectivity. People were down there visiting essentially their, you know, r- relatives, right? They got their Gothic relatives and took some of those imagery back and things like that, right? Mm. So it's a fascinating history. Um, I just think it's interesting that... This is all coming out now. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of this is resurfacing in like, I, I see more references to Valhalla and Odin and just like being out. And I think that that's uh, 
that's a good sign of like our, our old culture wanting to come back and say, hello, remember me. Yep. Remember me. I'm here. Once back. Uh, pull on me. Call on me. Yep. Right. All right. I think we're caught up. Are you caught up there? I am. Let's see. Okay. Odyssey is a bit buggier. I can click it in there to try to see if there's anything latest, but I can't. If there is something in there and I'm missing it. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to. Um, hey, we didn't show that poll though. Are the uh, Are you proud to be white? Poll? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. A, a good, good, uh, good memory on that. That's right. So this this is what we wanted to say before, right? That all of this is actually leading to, um, like it or not, white identity being on the rise and awakening because of all this hatred and pushback against us, right? Uh, so here was a, uh, a random poll here, but still, it's at the time of the screenshot taken, sixty five thousand votes, right? White people, are you proud to be white? Yes, ninety-two <laughs> percent. Yeah, of course. I think that's pretty. That's pretty decent to be I honest. I saw some cucked people, and no, that's great. I think there's some cucked people in there. Oh, what, I'm proud, not proud of my skin color. It's like your race is not just skin color. Okay, each race has evolved over a long period of time. Like we were just saying, you should be proud of all those who have gone before you, your ancestors, their history, their culture, their struggles, their unique achievements. Because, yes, Europeans are unique. We've done unique and extraordinary things. Our ancestors live within us. We're alive because of them. All of these things made us who we are and are a part of our DNA. It is part of our race. We are not just white. We are European. We are Europeans, right? A lot of Americans forget that. We hail from Europe. That is the land of our ancestors. And with that is a rich history and culture and is helped form who we are. We're not just mm -hmm. just white people, right? So we need to honor our ancestors, white folks, European white folks, because everyone else does. And I'm trying to, I, I noticed whenever I, I had a tweet about that of like a lot of Americans kind of, what? Well, I'm not European. They don't think of themselves as Europeans. And it always really irritates me. You're not just white. You're not just American. You're a you're a European American. At least say that. America is a European founded yes, country. Yes, it was founded exactly. New Zealand, Australia, South America. Uh, you know, there's there's. But people don't think of it that side. way. You no, know, no. Well, I and had they a, I had another two. I was like, name uh, any other country outside of a European one that imports in hostile foreigners and then programs their own people to hate themselves. And they were like, oh, America, Australia, New Zealand. I was like, right. those are European countries. They were founded by Europeans for Europeans. Yeah. We we come from Europe. Don't forget that. Yeah. Because with that is, um, you know, how many different countries and languages and, you know, when we want to talk about food. They always talk about, oh, diversity and multiculturalism is great because of the food. What about Europe, the land of culinary arts? It yeah. doesn't get any better than that. We are unique. We are diverse. We are special <laughs> and we are ethnic. We're, we yes. are ethnic. And we should be proud of all of those things. And and honor our ancestors and be proud yeah. of who we are because that's of what's course. made us. That's what's in us. It's always this hair it. splitting of like the, with the terms and stuff. I even saw like Vadi today, a tweet from him about like being pro-Western and, and things like that. I'm not pro-Western, you know, I'm like, I'm not pro-Eastern either. You can, I'm pro-Central European Empire. And it's like, okay, I get, look, I, I understand all that, but it's like the same thing. It's using white is what I'm bringing up. Like, well, I'm, white is not a race, so is it just, you know, it's just a skin color. Say, it doesn't. That's nothing to do with anything, and it doesn't exist, and all these things. Um, it, it's just an easy way to explain something that everyone, if they just uh, are stopping retarded for a second, understands. You know what I mean? 
there are some on like a, in a small gray zone. You know, they come white, eh, maybe. But that doesn't, dis, you know, that doesn't take away that it's most people. It's very easy. Yeah, that's a wise person. That's that's not. That's not everyone else white, sees us. You're from Europe. There's some Japanese that are whiter than than some Europeans. Yeah. But we, what I'm saying is. Stopping a retard and just realize that it's just, it's just a word that everyone can comprehend and understand. Although I do think it's important to bring back European more than just using white all the time, mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. Uh, yes, we're multifaceted, but the thing is you can't sit in like, you know, uh, Norse and Vikings and Celts and Germanics and Slavs and, you know, you just, just you can say European, but you can also say white. There's lots I mean? of different it's Africans. Easy. They just say black. Lots of different Asians. They say Asian. And uh, are yeah. you proud to be Asian? Are you proud to be black? Insert anything. We, we know this, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's a uh, high time that white people start to be proud of uh, their people. That's what it means to be proud of of being white and yeah, all so the accomplishments, the unique things that we have done that no other people have done. Yeah. Time to start owning it, owning it, own your race <laughs> <laughs> and love it. Yeah. Respect it. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us today. It was good uh, having you here. Thank you so much for uh, all your support. Thank you to everyone who super chatted today as well. Uh, I do want to say thanks to our executive producer today, T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, shout out to Chalky Milk in the uh, chat here, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Obunga, Mongoose, William Fox, <coughs> excuse me, I lose my voice here, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Dill Bob, so in chat as well, Dill Bob, Last Play Simp, Joseph Hart, and Purple Haze. Thank you guys, we appreciate you. We also have our uh, producers today, Mr. Walker696, Yuanson, Lero Dumond, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yuri New, Obadiah, Hakeswill, and Jay. I threw you in there anyway, Jay, even if you didn't want to. Thank you, Jay, I appreciate it. I guess if you want to uh, get uh, a uh, one of those producer, executive producer tiers, you can do that at Odyssey, you can do it at Subscribestar, you can do it at RedEyesMembers.com as well right now, uh, or alternatively, DonorBox.org slash RedEyes. It helps us tremendously. We do want to expand, we do want to bring on more people, kind of get back to, uh, well, get back to a level we were back in 2019 or so before we got uh, banned and censored from everything, uh, including the financial services and stuff like that. So if you want to see us do more and do it better, definitely consider uh, getting some more resources our way. That's a great way uh, to help us out. Of course, you can also just get a membership. That's also a great way of supporting us. Uh, you can do that at RedEyesMembers.com. You can do it at Subscribestar and Odyssey. Uh, and again, a backup. If you have any issues for any reason, DonorBox.org slash RedEyes. Uh, and always keep in mind, uh, send us an email if you don't sign up. If you don't sign up directly at redashmembers.com, always shoot us off an email. Let us know that you've signed up, what username you have, uh, and that way we can uh, activate your account uh, very easily. Uh, one more. One yeah, more. Sure. sure go ahead. Sure. Yep. Yep. Good. <laughs> Celebrate all his loss. Hello. Hello. Says, I am proud to be white and not just because of how good looking I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're yes, very good naturally. looking. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in a gay way. Either. <laughs> all right. <gasps> Perfect. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Let me check... Uh, Odyssey here one more time. I want to make sure we don't end up behind on anybody. Yeah, it was weird. If sometimes you can click in on Odyssey and it's it treats you perfectly well, and other times it doesn't. I'm not mm -hmm. sure what's going on. It has issues loading. Sorry if I forget anybody. But yeah, guys, uh, we'll be back here with uh, Western Warrior. Uh, join us for that for uh, much more. Do you like my little uh, overlay right there? I like. We'll be uh, back with Western Warrior here. We usually record that, of course, over the weekends, and then when it goes up uh, Mondays or Tuesdays uh, on the members' website, up on Odyssey as well, and links up through Subscribestar. But yeah, this is a great way of supporting us. Really, uh, one of our uh, best uh, productions that we do, I think. So uh, yes. people are saying that it's getting very well. We might, I, I might, um, 
yeah, we might do like a, you know, like a trial thing or maybe do like, you know, a month or something for free, get a little taste, uh, people can get a taste for it or something. Uh, we'll do something anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll throw something together, maybe some, uh, uh, what do you call it, like a, a gift, uh, no, not, not a gift, but like a, a coupon code or whatever the hell they call it, right? Uh, a little, little campaign. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Let's do so. it. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll be back with more uh, soon. Uh, and uh, join us for that, everybody. Bye. You guys have a good weekend. Don't drink too much. <clears throat> Is that the weekend stuff? People drink still. <laughs> Stay up. Of course they no, do. No, definitely. Of uh, they do. Go outside. Uh, do something good. We'll see you guys later. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.